He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. Thank you very much. Mr. President, was there uh, an intelligence failure in the lead up to this attack? Mr. President, can you tell us what Katie asked you specifically for support? All right, folks, I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. That was Joe Biden walking away from questions about Palestine and Israel, only to call a lid early yesterday. He did that as well today. There's a lot going on in the world. You would think, you would think that the so-called leader of the free world, now we know he's faking it, he's not really in charge. You would think the so-called fake leader of the free world would fake it that he cared fake that he's doing something that he's paying attention that his cabinet his staff is is doing something not necessarily the case not what we're seeing or getting here uh in the united states of america no and you can look at this one of two ways one way you can look at it as he his mental decline is getting worse and he can't be out in public as much as he should be at this moment because his brain is just rotting and there's nothing that they can do. Right. So they just have to put him to bed and, and just write it out. Or two, you could look at it as the Marxists just don't care anymore. They're yeah. going to throw it in our face. You know, nine dead Americans in Israel, he's not going to say a word about it. Whatever. Yeah. They don't care. No, they don't. <clears throat> they don't care. Well, <clears throat> as you might imagine... That's what we're going to be talking about today. Israel, a little bit of Israel, and then on top of that, Israel. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk about our own issues, too, because we do. We've got, some, we've got a lot of issues here, obviously, but issues that are kind of in the wheelhouse or adjacent to this story. There's just so much to unpack with this, uh, so much to unpack with it, for sure. Um, before we get into that, folks, I got to tell you, I got to give some love to our partners here and give some protection and some some guidance to you guys. Biden and the Marxist left are destroying our economy. You know it, I know it, they know it, they actually gleefully know it and are having quite a, a, a doozy of a time doing it, but it's not good, it's not good for your accounts, it's not good for any of us, it's particularly not good for your 401ks or IRA accounts. So do me, don't do me a solid, do yourself a solid and call my friends at American Alternative Assets. You can get from them free guidance, a free wealth protection guide, a phone call to walk through investing in precious metals. Gold and silver have withstood the test of time, and they will withstand and stand up to or withstand the test of, of Bidenomics as well. So you can, you can get over there with an entirely legal tax loophole, whether it's all of your investments, whether it's a portion of it, whatever makes the most sense for you. Just call and talk to somebody. Figure out between you, you and your spouse, you and your family members, loved ones, whatever the case might be, what makes sense for you. You can call them at 8... Oh, it's cut off there with the new, the new thing. I'll pull it up on my... 833, the number 2, USA Gold. Uh, that's 833, the number 2, USA Gold. Uh, or it's 833-287-2465. Or you can visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide will protect you. It will outline the precise steps that you need to take to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals. So again, do that. American Alternative Assets, you can visit protectfrombiden.com, uh, and I think that you will be glad that you did.
So just weeks ago, I think this was roughly weeks ago, this clip here, you had Jake Sullivan talking about the Middle East, boasting, you might say, after listening to this clip, about how the Middle East is quieter. Roll the clip. And what we said is we want to depressurize, de-escalate, and ultimately integrate the Middle East region. The war in Yemen is in its 19 month of truce. For now, the Iranian attacks against U.S. forces have stopped. Our presence in Iraq is stable. I emphasize for now because all of that can change. And the Middle East region is quieter today than it has been in two decades. <laughs> Do you stand by that, Jake? I'm just, I'm just wondering. Because look, you, you had to know if you were listening. Now, that this, is, this is all very presumptuous of me to assume that leaders in D.C. are listening to intel operators and, and folks from that community, folks from the military community, that they're listening to them on the ground. But you'd think they would have known how much ground the Taliban had taken, how much this was going to go down in Afghanistan. You'd think they would know in the case of what happened just, just this weekend in Israel that something like this was coming. And that's not just us. That's not just our intel services. That's, that's Mossad. That's intelligence within Israel itself, the military within Israel itself. So there's certainly some failures here. I get that. But you, you can't be boasting about that, talking about how great it is. When things have not been great, some of the news stories have been quieter, but the actual on-the-ground dynamics have not changed. It's not as if there was peace there, and then this just popped up out of nowhere. That's not what happened. What happened was you had an already tense region throughout the Middle East, but particularly as it pertains to Palestine, Israel, the Gaza Strip, tensions between the Israeli government, Hamas, and several other groups. It's not just Hamas. And all of a sudden you get—let's turn this down here, Disco. Yeah, it's muted. It's muted. Yeah. Let's turn this down. All of a sudden you get a Red Dawn Part 2 sequence or, or scene that unfolds here. You've got a music festival, as we're all familiar with now, in Israel, and you can see off in the distance, as people are partying, living it up, you can see just that small little dot. Those are all a bunch of them. Folks gliding in. Hamas paratroopers, essentially. So every, everything changes super quick, right? And then you, you fast forward, skip this one here. You fast forward, and, and here's people, you can leave the audio on for this. Here's people oh. fleeing that concerts, concert scene. Take a listen. Yeah, hang on, sorry. I had it muted from before, so. Oh, you're good. Here. So we've got now... You see that scene, people running in fear. And, and honestly, between that running and the paratrooping scene, it, it really did. I mean, it's, I know everyone's probably making that connection in their head, too, but it, you and I texted about this weekend, but it's, it so reminds you of Red Dawn. Everything's normal, and then it's not. And then people are getting killed. People are running. People are fleeing. And, and the numbers now, I mean, they say it's over 900 killed, thousands injured. Ah, guys, it's got to be higher than that. It's got to be higher than that. But even, even there, even there, this was a monumental, in a bad way, disaster 
for the country of Israel. And, and it extends beyond that because it's the region and perhaps the globe that's going to feel uh, what comes from all of this here. Thousands being held, nine Americans dead. That number is probably higher, too. Uh, we don't know the count of, of how many people are being held hostage. But, and we're going to break this down kind of sequentially as we go through throughout the day. But <clears throat> just off the top, we, we knew it was really tense over there. We knew that this could happen at any given time. Well, folks, it did. It happened. And it seemed to be, and I talked about this with David Webb today over on Sirius, um, uh, it seems to be from, from, from even, I was going to say being an intel officer, even someone who's not an intel officer, that there was a catastrophic intelligence failure on the part of Israelis and, and, and their partners, which includes us, because to see them kind of go quiet, you had Hamas kind of go quiet for a couple of years. Not quiet like they're gone, but just kind of lower things down, fall off the radar a little bit as they planned to execute this. You had Islamic Jihad and some other groups that were doing stuff still, but you had Hamas, who was a little bit more quiet, and then this just popped off. And man, it popped off in one of the most disgusting scenes you've you you a lot of us have seen i mean i <clears throat> most most everyday civilians have ever seen and and that was the other thing and then i'll toss it is with social media and just media in general where it is these days you're seeing people are seeing everyday americans people across the planet are seeing a lot more of what war looks like and people are, are shook up and, and torn up about it. And there's disturbing images. We're going to play some here in a couple minutes just as we're talking. And, and, and they are. They're, they're every bit of those things and more. And they're actually they're, they're worse than you even can, can think or imagine from seeing this stuff. But with this, this new era of, of technology that we're in, people are seeing a lot more of war than they ever have before. And, and this was a vile and vicious weekend that's still unfolding as we speak. Right. And within 48 hours now since the attack first happened, we're seeing 100, 1,000, 500,000 times more footage than we're seeing from Ukraine. So that should tell you something about what's going on in Ukraine as, as opposed, when it comes to the fighting. To there. the actual fight, yeah, the yeah. so-called, yeah, exactly. That to me is the weirdest part. That war has been going on for two years and we have not seen the type of footage that we've seen from Israel in the past 48 hours. Getting back to Jake Sullivan. Jake Sullivan saying that the Mideast was as calm as it ever has been. That's because of the Abraham Accords. When he decide not to follow those accords, this is what happens. And so it's the Marxist Biden regime and the likes of Jake Sullivan who have brought this on to the Mideast and into the rest of the world. And if you think that, if anybody thinks that this is just isolated to the Gaza Strip, you are sadly mistaken. And I know that we're going to play a little later on in the show, but we've, we're seeing conflicts all over the globe between yeah. Jewish people, Palestinians, it, it, you know, American Marxists throwing in with the Palestinians and cheering on the bloodshed that's going on there. It's it's getting critical mass around the globe is being reached right now. Yeah, no, it is. It is. And, and we are. We're going to cover so much of that because, th look, that's there, there's so many things. And I, I'm going to apologize in advance because we are going to zip you know zig this way and zag that way throughout because there's so much happening and i'm sure more will 
happen even as as we're on the air today for for three hours um <clears throat> by the way as you're coming in if you if you're already here if you're just coming in now please do hit that like button keep engaging in the chat we'll try and get to comments and questions throughout but th this isn't going to i mean it could be right and, and and that is the big question the the big question is not what israel does to to palestine and and those within palestine next that's absolutely a question some of it's unfolding now well, it's not really palestine well it depends <laughs> well it, it but it is i mean it, uh, okay it, it, everyone's gonna say it's not this is not israel versus hamas though right this this is essentially at most those within palestine and the groups that are operating within most of them proxies of of iran like it, it's it's more complicated than just saying hamas it's more complicated than just saying it's palestine it is it is very much a a next level of warfare that's going on there but right what's going to happen in on in gaza is is a big question it's it's a big it, again some of it's unfolding now and, and and it's going to and water's been cut off and power's been cut off and it's it's going to be bad there but the, the the real question the bigger question is where does it go from here these two have you know hamas has been fighting with israel forever Hezbollah, in their own in their own way, has been fighting with him. Islamic Jihad's been doing. T there's tons of people who hate Israel, have been fighting it out with them, whether it's battling over this or whether it's just battling over longstanding. You know, it, it's it's just a, it's damn near a tradition for them. It's personal for them. But the question is is does it stay contained to the familiar parties, or does it open up? And and that's what's going to be hard to see. Uh, and, we'll, and we'll talk about some of those scenarios as as the show goes on. Um, <clears throat> but it certainly has has the potential to not. Uh, uh, this has always been a struggle between Israel, Palestine, Israel, and and these groups that are are used as 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 the fighting arm uh, for Iran and and different groups. But the world is, it's like here, everyone's, everyone is already hot and fired up. Everyone's hot and bothered, whether it's over pandemic stuff, whether it's over, you know, how things have gone with Iran, combination of all, just the global scene is everyone, as Tom always says, is walking around at eight, and that's probably been ratcheted up, not just because of Israel, but then you throw in this stuff, you throw in Russia, Ukraine, you throw in this, and you see people, family members being viciously killed. I... This one feels different. It feels different, um, and and I and I, I hope it's not. I hope, like anything else, that it doesn't escalate beyond this. But that that to me is the big question. Okay, is this is this more fighting, you know, over over Gaza, you know, across both sides, or does this this turn into that with some friends coming in on both sides? Because the whole world's divided on this issue. Well, right now we're seeing at least Egypt, I'm not sure about uh, Lebanon, but they're not taking Palestinian refugees and because Netanyahu has told them to get out of there because he's going to level it. So my question is, after Gaza is leveled, what's going to happen to those refugees? They're going to need some place to go. And what country has their borders totally wide open who are accepting asylum seekers? Mm. Interesting. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, and... and and already who's come through we'll, we'll get to that later but yeah that that's a that's a serious thing and it, but it's also an important important note is is yeah i think egypt i don't know if egypt was first it doesn't really matter who was first but came out and said hey you're not coming in don't right. don't think you're getting across and into here uh at least not in mass so 
So that's that's a big deal. Jill asked earlier, I'll come back to it real quick. <clears throat> what happened, Drew, what happened to their intelligence? Honestly, Jill, I don't know. Because Mossad is very capable. Israel is very capable. And, you know, even, even when it seems like things are more down and like, man, Hamas has been quiet, like that, that should be a, a red flag. And, and you don't slow down, like you never take your foot off the gas. So I'm not suggesting that they did. I don't know exactly, but you've got reports that both Egypt and Jordan warned of of something along these lines happening so it, it, it would seem as though there was a, a, an intelligence failure within within israel and then and then uh, endor there they didn't listen to to others in the region but <clears throat> it's hard to know i mean you could have we, i've seen it in in american intelligence you could have people on the ground saying hey something big's gonna happen and having brass and leadership above being like shut up we're not we're not worried about that. We're not. To, have, you, have you listened to yourself? They're going to jump in. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. Like, stop. I know I had such high expectations for Mossad and their intelligence gathering. Our intel community is too focused on, you know, wiretapping, surveilling uh, parents who are going to school board meetings or fabricating domestic terrorist crimes just to imprison people of the opposition political party. So our own intel community, I'm not surprised at all that they dropped the ball on it, or if they just decided they heard some chatter and decided to, you know, look the other way. Yeah. Whereas Mossad, I just, it, you, I, I'm with you. I, I have no idea how they let that one slip through the cracks. If it was where the breakdown came from. Yeah, it's, it, uh, it's, it's odd. Well, well, let's play the B-roll. There's some nasty stuff in here, so if you don't want to see it, um, just turn your eyes and 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 listen as we talk. But um, <clears throat> in response to this, regardless of how it happened, cl clearly you can, you can, and it's not attacking Israel. There was a failure on this. There was a failure on intelligence and and understanding that this was this was imminent. Uh, and and then it, it gets even deeper beyond that too, right? Because he had stuff that was defeating the Iron Dome and getting through. You had unthought of once unthought of things such as the red dawn scenario where people are jumping in i mean it just it, there there was a lot of a lot of things but in response you've got israel who's declared war for the first time in 50 years been since 73 that they did and they've done it and they have said as we've already kind of alluded to that they are going to do everything they can to hit back against those in the gaza strip particularly hamas of course but they're going to do that. In fact, let's skip ahead, actually, Disco, and do the strike. They've already hit. Um, yeah, those are all just mashed together into one. Um, this. Yeah, this one here. They already hit. I think this was the intelligence headquarters for Hamas um, that was hit this in response to this. You can see it. There's no audio. It's just a typical strike. Um, so that happened. There were some some minimal things that happened. Now they're amassing troops on the border. And. Uh, apparently going to do this this big invasion uh which i believe is going to happen and they're going to level level buildings they're going to they, as as they've said set it back years and years and years but <clears throat> it, it's 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 about to get nasty i can see the headline over there on i think on fox is israel can't become the new afghanistan true <laughs> but can and should are different.
Yeah, I mean, we've right now, if that happens, we've got two wars going on on two different fronts. Even though they're proxy wars right now, we're still investing money in both of them. Yeah. So if something ticks off with, with Taiwan, we're a three-front war? Right. We're with, on the verge of collapsing as it is. Exactly. On the verge of collapsing here at home, our military reserves are, are way down, as admitted by the Pentagon. That's not us speculating. You've got recruiting down. You've had to have talks of conscription come back up. I mean, you've got a, a, a very weakened position. And normally when you're weak, you don't get involved in anything, let alone be like, let's just take on as many wars as we can. Let's try and let's try and do a lot all at once. And especially when you have assholes like Lloyd Austin, who, who is the Secretary of Defense, and other jerk-offs like uh, Millie, who's no, not in there, but his new replacement is just as bad as Millie was. Yeah. So, I mean, as a parent, I trust none of these people with, with my kids in getting drafted and then sending them off to some faraway land. They can all go to hell. No, absolutely. I mean, they, well, as someone said it earlier, I mean, they've, their policies internally, even, even pre-Afghanistan, were disastrous. You just see what they talk about and what matters to them based on what they're pushing within the military and, 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 and all of that. And then Afghanistan happens, and it's like, okay, now you are the scum of the earth. There's, there's no trust in, in, in you guys whatsoever. And that's still, that's still who's running the show with all of this stuff. Someone said, anyone decide why they directly targeted the festival? Did they have prior knowledge? Like Marco said, they had to have practice. Well, they did with, with you know, funding and training, you know, all that from, from Iran and, and likely IRGC Cuds Force. They, they had a mock, you know, some mock villages and some stuff like that set up. They, they have been training for this somewhat out in the open. Again, how Intel didn't really catch that or, or pick up on it. I haven't seen specifically why it hit there. I can just presume it's a very... It's a big target. Hey, there's going to be a lot of them right here. We can reach them with, with our folks from the sky and on the ground. This would make a lot of impact. And newsflash, it did. Yeah, it's a totally soft target. And from what I see, it's, it was like an EDM-type festival. So you're going to have a lot of people, you know, young people there hanging out, you know, doing some hallucinogenics or other kind of drugs and shit. And they're going to be as, as docile people as you're ever going to see. So if your intent is to inflict as much damage as you can, an outdoor music event like that is perfect because nobody's expecting it. And that's what happened. They totally, Hamas totally exploited one of the softest targets you could ever go after just so you could instill fear in everybody and click up your body count yeah yeah no absolutely i think i think it breaks down to be excuse me pretty simple ting good to good to see you good to see all of you guys coming in on the chat over there do hit that like button as you come in um whichever platform you're on we appreciate that let's do this let's get to question of the day and then we'll pivot into the next part of this conversation the question is this, though: Do you think the Palestine, or the we'll call it Hamas? Do you think the or the Hamas versus Israel war is contained, or does it bring in other countries? So, does it stay between these these anti-Israel folks? Well, again, for the sake of this Hamas, but it's more than that. Or does it does it expand beyond that, and does it bring in the United States, the United Kingdom, whoever? Um, not just on, on the side of Israel, but the other side as well. So let us know. Do you think it stays contained or does it blow up and, and blossom 
um, beyond that. Send in your responses. We'll give you ours as well. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back to continue the conversation. Interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets dial 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465 this invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your ira or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences don't let biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar call 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833 833- 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. Experts agree that cardio, muscle, and brain exercise are critical to overall health. But what if you discovered you were missing an exercise that the Surgeon General says was just as important? It's called Juvent, the first clinically proven micro-impact platform in the world. Juvent's clinically proven, patented technology discovers the right frequency of micro-impact for your body. Simply stand on it for 12 seconds and calibrates the Juvent to the uniqueness of your size and body mass. Brought up the webpage here of the Juvent uh, webpage so people know what we're talking about. It's a platform, it's a micro-impact platform. And uh, I, I literally use it every day. Knee pains and joint problems and back pains that they've seen resolve um, with using Juven. Get more of Drew and This Is My Show with Coin Club exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com.
stretch me, Lord. Thank you. Appreciate it. folks welcome back question of the day was do you think this new israeli war will be contained to israel <laughs> israel to israel to israel versus hamas palestinians hezbollah all the different you know iranian-backed groups or do you think it will expand bring in other countries let's get to some of those responses magellan says oh iran will jump in before november i think and look i would i would i would counter and say you're right and also they're already there because all these groups are are funded and positioned by iran uh there's no way that they were able to pull this off without without cuds force um but but presumably you're saying in more of a functional you know visible boots on the ground kind of kind of thing uh it will spread says texas panhandle patriot ginger bring in others Iran is talking about giving them guns and ammo. Again, I already are. Uh, others will join in, Iran, Palestine, etc. <clears throat> Do you mean in support of Israel or against them? I mean either side. I'm just saying, will it be, will it, will it grow beyond the current parties? That could be the United States. That could be uh, a bigger presence and more overt operations by Iran. That could be, you name it, anyone. Anyone in the region, anyone beyond the region. It will spread. Many countries, including the U.S., have been infiltrated. Sleeper cells waiting for the signal, says Debbie. That's that's a dire thought. I don't totally disagree with you, um, but yes, we'll and we'll talk. We're going to talk about that. Uh, it is World War Three, says Colty eighty six. Patriot, the U.S. Uh, may be next, given the open border and known number of terrorists released by DHS. Um, <clears throat> Just seeing what else we got, Tom. What are you going to go with? I'm going to go that it's going it's going to continue as a proxy war between Iran and the United States, and I, the ultimate goal is to crush us economically. I, I don't think it'll get to the point where we're going to see U.S. troops rolling into uh, Israel and fight alongside uh, Israeli defense force. Uh, against Hamas, Hezbollah, or even Iran. I don't think Iran's going to send troops over there. I don't think they need to because, no. yeah. Yeah, because they, you know, they, they've they got plenty of fighters over there. Right. And in neighboring countries. So all they need are, you know, more weapons, ammunition, food, water, and they're good to go. Right. Disco? I agree. Uh, nothing else really to say. <laughs> it's Super. spot on. <laughs> Super helpful. Uh, no, <laughs> I just don't want to be repeating ourselves over and over again. Yeah, so. no, no, no. I, I'm, j I'm, I'm busting your balls. I, I, I tend to agree too. I, I think, it, I think it will escalate. I don't think this is is going to be, you know, a five, ten, fifteen day conflict that then ends in 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 peace. I think that it's going to drag on more than that. Already today, you've seen. You know, maybe news news chirons read across the bottom of your screen. Hamas open to truce talks. Like, bro, you don't get to do truce talks <laughs> after you just Too slaughtered late. a thousand plus people. Yeah. And that's not your call. No, that, yeah, exactly. You don't get to make that decision. And and while I'm all for, <sighs> this is probably going to be confusing to some. I don't I don't think it is. I hope it's clear. But like, 
I have called for peace talks and ending what's going on in, in Ukraine with, with Russia and Ukraine the whole time and slam the United States' policies and position on that for not offering an off-ramp. We've been very consistent on that. In this case, if I'm Israel, I don't want any peace talks. I, I want to straight up murder you because that's what you did to our people. Uh, they, they play this nice. Yes, they run intelligence operations. Yes, they defend themselves. But this is a, a different situation. You just straight up attacked innocent people. You provoked this. You brought this on yourself. Whatever happens in Gaza from this minute and, and previous minutes before, but from this minute onwards, you brought on yourself. And you don't get to be like, well, you know, we could consider peace talks. You could consider not jumping in, shooting 5,000-plus rockets, killing a 1,000 or whatever the number is people, wounding thousands of others, taking multiple people hostage. And they weren't all Israeli, by the way. Again, nine Americans killed, Germans killed, lots of people killed from all over the planet. Uh, so I, I, to, to button up the answer, I agree. I think it's a big old, I think it's probably akin to that, but with way, way more legit and intense fighting that's going on. Um, <clears throat> and and maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe Iran's doing it and they're clever enough as, as are other foes of ours to just say, hey, let's just keep bleeding them dry. Get them involved. I could see that. Um, and where do the refugees go? Right. Well, <clears throat> the unvetted refugees. That that I'm won't sure. be spoken of, but that will that will you know that we'll probably take our fair share. Yeah, unvetted refugees, just like in Afghanistan. How many did people actually think? And I'm sure a lot of people on the left do because their cognitive dissonance is just so out there in their refusal to believe reality. The fact that how many people in Afghanistan came on who had ties with the Taliban and or Al-Qaeda or ISIL or ISIS-K or whoever. Don't say don't... ISIL. That makes me so mad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm just going through the whole laundry yeah. list of names that we've come up with over the years. But in that terrible vetting process that we went through, just imagine this vetting process. There's going to be zero vetting process. Yes. Yeah. No, we've, we've proven we're really good at not vetting. Not good at the the opposite, which is what we should be good at or strive to be good at. And then if I if I do say ISIL, I have to do it with the sibilant S, like a butthole. We we'll do it, yeah, yeah. I, ISIL, 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 <laughs> ISIL. <laughs> Made me say. Everyone within the intel community too is like, we shut up. It's not ISIL, ISIL or ISIL. It's ISIS. Like that's that's what they are. But anyways, I digress. So. <clears throat> As this is all happening, we, we referenced earlier the lid. We'll talk about it here again on, in a second. But as this is all happening, Israel is being attacked in all-out assault, air, land, and sea. Joe Biden was hosting a barbecue for his staff and then ultimately um, ultimately called a, called a lid. Um, <clears throat> but this, or actually, this, this, this day was, was different here. But you can see it there. I don't, we don't need to read. This is just some of the logs that there was music coming from the Rose Garden, uh, a band playing. I mean, it sounds like a great time. Yeah. Well, just not the right time. Thanks and, for the invite. And, and, and if it does happen, you, 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 know, you, you have a scene like from the 90s where beepers start going off and people who are important or are supposed to be important disappear and go take care of stuff. The problem is, is it, Joe and his people, when, when bad things happen, they disappear 
but not to do stuff. They just straight up like, oh man, I hope this ends up well. And they disappear or they blow it off and, and show just how out of touch they are. Just real quick, it's the same thing we just talked about. Here's Peter, Peter Ducey talking about it. President Biden had nothing to say about this on camera today. We did hear some music throughout the afternoon and the early evening coming from the south side of the White House, the area of the Rose Garden or the portico over there. And we are told that the president and the first lady were hosting a barbecue for executive residence staff. Back to you. So glad they got that in. And in, in fairness, because I know someone's going to say it, they couldn't know when they planned the barbecue that Hamas was going to launch this invasion. But again, it's all in the response and how you handle it. Hey, out of out of respect to our, our top ally, we're going to suspend the barbecue and reschedule it and go take care of business now. I, I think you can just play it a little bit better. Yeah, that's what you do. That's what that's what you do if you care about something like this happening. If you don't care about it, you're just going to go on and do and, and have your barbecue. And it's obvious that the regime does not care about anything going on in any part of the world unless it calls for more US tax dollars to be sent there. Then they're all over it. Or if it's a photo op with, you know, a, a dictator in Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, he he couldn't be more out of touch. The disconnect between Biden and reality, the rest of the world, is like a Kalahari Bushman and the time-space continuum, <laughs> right? I mean, that's—he's yeah. he, just so—and it wasn't even—here's the thing, Tom. It wasn't even just the party. It wasn't even just a barbecue. Yesterday—today is—I'm just saying this for reference because you're going to see it on your screen. Today is October 9th. People are like, yes, it is, Drew. Shut the hell up. What are you talking about? Yesterday was October 8th, and— all this is unfolding in Israel. And instead of talking about that, you know, prior they'd had the barbecue. And then yesterday he put out this tweet talking about, well, I'll just read it. We canceled $127 billion in student debt for nearly 3.6 million Americans. It's a big deal. The world is on fire, Joe. The world is on fire. You're throwing barbecues and tweeting about student debt forgiveness, which no one wants except for lazy-ass liberals on the left who don't understand when they signed a contract that it meant they had to pay things back. They're literally that dumb. And or they're entitled, so they just feel like everything should be taken off. But, I mean, the timing of this guy, like, what, what are you doing? I know that you care about that. I know that's a big deal for you and Elizabeth Warren and a couple other crazies. Now is not the time to be tweeting about it or talking about it. Right. Well, that uh, that's Democrats. That that's their base right now are educated white shit libs from the suburbs. That's who they're going after, and that's why they're coming. They keep going back to the student debt crisis. And it was Joe and Joe's boss once again, O Butthole, who got the federal and government involved with uh, student loans and then telling people, telling everybody that you have to go to college, you have to go to college, you have to get a degree. So we've talked about this before. They get these worthless, shitty degrees that nobody wants. They come to the workplace with these dumbass pronouns. Nobody wants to hire them because they're a toxic cancer. These graduates, wherever they go, and they try and destroy every business that they come in contact with to 
to make themselves feel like they're to give their their lives some sort of meaning that they're fighting for something right. and all they want to do is just destroy somebody's business and they're pissed off because they realized they would never admit it but their degree is shit yeah and they want their money back is basically what this student student let for student loan debt forgiveness is yeah that it is that is what it is uh, by the way I don't think pronouns probably are, are playing a big factor in what's happening overseas. I mean, we, we get wrapped around all those things. We get wrapped around the axle on that. We get wrapped around here, and it's a different issue. It's a cultural issue. But, like, the, the stuff that's happening over there should be a stark reminder to people back home. One, that this could happen at any given moment here in America. It wouldn't look the same. It might not even feel the same. But we are inches away from calamity here. And I hope and pray it never happens. But... The, the reality of the matter is, and we'll talk more about it later, is we are. And as we are, and as people are grieving and dying, being held hostage, being threatened to have their loved ones executed on television, we, our country gets, gets focused on the most stupid shit ever. Yeah. Over the weekend, I posted about uh, all the women who are being rounded up by Hamas. And I said, well, how does Hamas know that they were actually rounding up women? And I got so many reactions. Oh, this is in poor taste. How dare you do that? But it just, it shows the stupidity because those same people who are saying that are the ones who demand that you use people's pronouns. So if we're going to go to this world of idiocy, then let's go, man. If but all of a sudden when shit like this happens and... It's like, okay, well, there are there is a difference between ma males and females. You know, these they're, it, <laughs> the left is engaged in these luxury beliefs where they just feel like they can sit around and just make whatever rules that they want and the rest of us have to follow them. Yeah. But in the, in the rest of the world isn't like that. No. We all know the difference between a male and a female, except for them who want to play in this pretend world. Right. Well, and they come out of their pretend world when it's convenient for them and it benefits them. It's the same thing with it. It could be on gender stuff. Well, but she's a woman, so we have to do it differently. Oh, oh, but you can't. To your point, you can't actually define what a woman is, right? And you call us a bigot if we say anything else. Well, you've you got to take care of law enforcement. Hold on. You've destroyed the law enforcement community. It's only beneficial to It doesn't matter the issue. Point being is they hate cops until they need cops and love cops, and it, it benefits their campaign strategy. Or like the chick in Minneapolis, she gets the shit kicked out of her. We need more allegedly. cops. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. But you get the point. Like, you, you guys always conveniently turn the, the tides and change your narrative when when you need to. It, it, it's just, and, and then, and they, but we, and we call them on it, but they, they never get actually called out for it. Like, because There's never any self-reflection with the left. None whatsoever. They, they just get, they, they, they step off of one, you know, throne that they think they sit on and they get onto another one. And now I preach to you from here. Um, Israel's at fault. Yeah. Oh, so the, so lots of discussion about weapons, right? There's lots of hubbub going on there uh, uh, around the World Wide Web, Twitter, Facebook, wherever, you name it, about where these weapons came from. Because there's, there's videos showing people 
that that and then there's suggestions to go along with it these are weapons that ukraine gave to them and, and hamas is saying ukraine gave them weapons there's there's well here let's just play this let's play uh, this first one no sounder was uh, either way right, I, here we go just for reference so most of which looking uh, rather American in style there, right? And you've got someone saying, we thank Ukraine for giving us these weapons, allegedly a member of Hamas. Can we verify that or make that certain? No, I can't. I, I'm pretty sure that most of the people out there who are talking about this can't verify it either. But I will say this, I could see it. I could see it happening. And I would be more surprised if they hadn't Ukraine given Hamas or other nefarious actors' weapons than them not. And there's video footage of, did you have something? I was, I, I, you know, just, I can't see it on my screen. You could probably see it better here. But does that look like a speckled garage floor like you would see? Like shirt coating or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't it? Someone went the extra mile. You know what uh, I mean? Like, but that's what I'm just trying to say is like, if this was something that did happen, that's a nice little floor they got over there. If not, if this, if this is just a propaganda thing, but still, like that's what I when I saw that, I was like, ooh, interesting. That's an in, that's an interesting pickup. Um, <laughs> Sorry for sure, but but here there's another video. You got the one you've probably seen that the chick, the little the little girl on the shoulders of I don't I don't know what the relationship is, but here, here's this one. telling you man i if there's one thing that pisses me off about terrorists is it's their their absolute lack of consideration for preserving ammunition yeah and then their tactics not that i'm not talking about the little girl there but like they're always shooting shit up and celebrating it's like bro Ammo's expensive, okay? That little girl, girl's trigger discipline was pretty good. It actually was pretty good. I was gonna, I was gonna comment on it too. It's better than a lot of the other people who, who probably are then taking those weapons to go and fight. You know, you get the town, you know, do, doing this kind of terrorist <laughs> bullshit. It's like what the. That said, they have gotten better over the years. Some, some folks who have hit some of our bases, um, we watch back on, on. Uh, on, on the cameras after they were dead and some of them actually approached like, oh, you, guys, you guys are getting better I mean you're dead but you're getting better um, but <clears throat> but in seriousness getting back to the to the story you see the you see these western made western style weapons right M4 variants some of the the, the light machine gun you, you see some of this stuff there and and then you hear the conversation going, and he's oh those are weapons are from Ukraine. Was that footage we showed two minutes ago, where where someone said that? Actually, is it actually from there? Don't know. There's other folks saying these are from the Taliban. Is that possible? Absolutely. Is it certain? No. But come on, I mean, look at everything else that's going on in the world. Look at all these drug deals. Look at how many people won from how we left Afghanistan, as an example. Look at how corrupt Ukraine was before we got there, and now how many toys and goodies and, and deals they have to work. They have so much more to work with now. So they can leverage anything they want, 
I, so I, all that to say, I'm not going to be one who sits here and says it's 100% certainty that all the sh or a portion of the shit we left in Afghanistan made its way to Iran, who then gave it to Hamas and Hezbollah and, and this group and that group. Can't say that for certain. I can say it's a pretty damn high degree of probability. And the same is true for Ukraine. It might be a smidge down from, from Afghanistan, Ukraine. But it's I, it's I think it's above a coin flip. Yeah. I mean, if you're just say, let's just go, let, let's, let's go down the Tom Cunningham conspiracy theory trail here for a second. Okay. If your intent, if you're a Marxist in the United States is you want to go door to door and ban guns and you have this continuing narrative of weapons of war, weapons of war. But when you see weapons of war and you see the Taliban or you see the Russians, they've got all have AKs. So subliminally, how do you how do you change that message? Because even people who don't know anything about weapons will know that there's a difference, you know, between an AK and, and an M4. They just they just look differently, right. right? So if that is your goal to to get rid of all of them here in the U.S. and you need to control the narrative, wouldn't it be beneficial to you to flood the world market with these so-called weapons of war to see them actually at war? And right. it would make it more palatable to other people who don't know that much about guns or how nefarious our own government is in trying to disarm us. Right. It's, you know, to me, it's all part of Operation Mockingbird, man. Just keep the narrative going. Just keep, uh, you know, keep inundating people with weapons of war, weapons of war, and get them to see actual Hamas dudes with guns that look very, very... Um, close to the ones that you see you know at different sporting goods shops or gun shops here in the united states yeah no I, there's there's a there's there's i think a, a good that's a good thought like there's there's some logic behind that for sure and yeah you're yeah. at you're at this point where uh, go ahead it reminds me of Operation Operation Fast and Furious when they had the gun walking to get the the american bought guns down to mexico so the Biden administration or the Obama administration could say, look, this is why we have to ban guns, because these cartels down in Mexico are using American-made guns for all this carnage. These are weapons of war and have no, no place in society. And yeah. I'm just, to me, this is fast and furious on steroids when it comes to 2A. Very possibly. Very possibly. I mean, I... <clears throat> I, I, I would not put it past our so-called elite, our, our people who are, are behind uh, the scenes doing stuff to to put it out there and be, and, and not necessarily put it out there, but be okay with it and be like, hey, this is gonna does this help us in the end? Yes, it does. Okay, yeah, let's let's allow that to happen. Let's and then let's highlight it as as you're saying there. Possibly, possibly. I mean, look, there's the, the tricky thing now is is we're in a stage in time where the vast majority of us do not believe in our own government. We believe in people who work in the government. We believe in, you know, our folks in the special operations community and some of the folks in the intelligence community, but the people above them have lost all credibility. Once you lose trust, it's really hard to get it back, right? So you, you have situations like this that pop up and it's, well, I don't, I don't know. Is, is America, in, in, you know, a, a part of this or aware of some of this? I, I I'm not suggesting that for this particular thing, but are there elements that maybe they were 
that they're okay with because it, it benefits them in their long game? Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, you can't, the point, point being is who freaking knows anymore? Right. Right? Like, you can't trust anyone. Is, 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 is this going to go on and grow? And part of it's going to be what happens in the, the hours and days and weeks ahead in terms of our involvement where we see, okay, how, how involved are we going to be with this? And if we are going to be involved with it, is it because it's really warranted or is it because there's something that you don't want us paying attention to? You, you know, so all those things start to open up. You can't just take anything for what it is anymore. Nothing, no, nothing should be taken at face value. No, especially from the government. You know, it, I don't know if it's the last 30 years, it was just being naive or we did have trust in the government or the government wasn't lying as frequently to us as possible. But if the government were to say, okay, this is a Sharpie, most of us would go, yeah, it is a Sharpie. We'd like you to have it. And most of us would gladly have taken the Sharpie. But now we're like, I'm not really sure if this, if the government is saying here, we're going, I'm not really sure if this is Sharpie. And you know what? I really don't want it <laughs> if it's coming from you. Right. Yeah. Rigor Mortis said earlier, I'm not on anyone's side on this one, but there are, are they really terrorists or are they people that have a belief they will die for and are forced into those tactics due to the apartheid state? Look, I, I will say this, not to go down that, that trail, but I've, I've spent a lot of time with extremists in my life. Uh, more time, I think, than most. Uh, and I say that facetiously, I definitely have spent a lot of time with them. Their passion and commitment to what, I mean, they do. Sand some, some young kids and teens that they get hocked up on, on, on shit and then send them off to clack off a vest. Like, but like the ones who are running things, their passion and commitment to what they believe in is true. What they're basing it on is sometimes BS, a distorted view of the Quran, a distorted view of this, that, or the other. But I, I, I tell you what, I wish, I wish Americans, and don't take this out of context, please, some of you will, but I wish Americans had the same passion that for, for our country and our countrymen and women that they did for, for their cause. They, they are committed to their cause. If you're, commit, if you're willing to die for something, that is, that's a pretty strong indication that you're committed. Yeah. So I am not on their side and, and, and people are going to make their determinations. I know you're not, I know you're not saying that you're on their side either, but people are going to make their determinations. People do it here at home too. I mean, right. I mean, we've got our own thing. Drew, Tom, disco, whoever conservatives, you're a terrorist, you're a domestic terrorist because you don't agree with our narrative. Well, if, if that's what you're going to call me, then I guess it is. But I, I it's because the reason you're saying that is because I believe in something. I believe in the constitution. I believe that we need God to be the main part of the picture, but just even being in the picture at all these days would be, would be good. People need to love our country, rally around our flag. And if that makes me some evil, vicious person, then okay. So, I mean, everyone's always going to decide that who are you on the side of the empire or the, or the, or the rebels? Like, is one better or worse than the other? It depends who you ask. Depends who you ask. So they, they, they do get credit. No, no two ways about it um, for, for being ardent in their beliefs. But, but they are, man, when you're willing to do what I've seen these people do and what Hamas is willing to do and is literally doing right now, it's, it's hard to argue they're right.
It's hard to argue they're right. Um, Okay, let's do this. Let's take a break. It's going to be a quick one-ish. When we come back, we're we're going to talk about what Israeli uh, Israeli forces are going to do now, what the government of Israel is saying they're going to do. uh, And, uh, uh, you know, apparently it's going to be starting here at any time now if it hasn't. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about their response. We'll talk about our response and what our involvement is going to be. We've already kind of gotten into it a little bit with the proxy discussion, but we'll continue that on. We're going to continue all of this stuff. There's a lot to get to. This is a big deal. It's a really freaking big deal, people, as you guys, I think, all know. So we'll continue it after a short break. Stick around. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids. You love God. You love this country. And you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. If you're like me and you want to be prepared for the unexpected. That's where the wellness company's emergency medical kit comes Over 40% of Americans say that they would avoid a doctor or a hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation. Medical emergency kits with ivermectin. The kit contains eight potentially life-saving medications for you to keep on hand in the event of natural disasters, supply chain shortages, medical emergencies, or like an apocalyptic situation. These are the actual medications that you would need in the event of certain situations. So they've got emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government 
government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. sure this is gonna be okay bro it's totally fine now open up and four oh wait 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 where are my scripts oh right here we go script awesome thank you play through going for, going for the green right now Disco, it's okay. They're just baby teeth. All right, welcome back. They can... <laughs> yeah. I'm look, sorry, I'm looking at comments and getting distracted. That, the conversation continues here. Let's let's keep going with this. Uh, some great chatting going on there. Hit that like button, by the way, folks, if you have not already. Uh, we're so glad you're here spending some time with us today, whichever platform you're on. Uh, we, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, but take it to the next level by hitting that like button, continuing to engage in the chat over there. So lots of... Lots of response. Let's get past that one, Disco. Um, lots of response, as you might imagine, to such a thing. You had uh, it, it, basically senior officials within Israel saying that they will disrupt hum, uh, Hamas so they cannot operate for years. Not, uh, not surprising, right? You've had people come out and say that they will cripple Gaza. Here's, here's that particular. We had Mario Nafal, who was sharing this, but Minister of Defense of Israel the rules of war have changed. We will cripple Gaza so that it will remember it for the next 50 years. And then that same individual, we don't have a tweet or anything for this, said, I've, quote, I've ordered a complete siege, siege on the Gaza Strip. There will be no electricity, no food, no fuel. Everything is closed. We are fighting human animals and will act accordingly. So <clears throat> that's that's where you're at, too. And and some of this conversation, by the way, is is great. You know, there's rigor mortis talking about wars, obviously seen some of it based on the description there, which, again, thanks for your service. Several others have served uh, in the audience. I know for a fact I know a lot have, but there's there's some of you who who come in every day. Um, so it is war is complicated. War is nasty. And and it's 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 always been that way. It's particularly it feels like and I don't, I don't even actually as, as I say this, I'm going to say it's not necessarily true what I'm about to say, but it feels particularly more nasty because you've got the, the way that the extremist and terrorists play. They, there's no rules, right? It's it's anything and everything to accomplish their task and goal. And, and they're more than willing to lose their life in the process. And then you see this stuff and you see 
state actor versus state actor wars are different. And I don't think we'll ever fight wars the way that we, you're never going to see a World War II fight again. We, we might have World War for sure, but it's not going to look like World War II. It's going to look different with tactics, with weapons, with the way information is done, with the way intelligence is collected. I mean, all of it's just going to look different. But state versus state conflict is different than state versus extremist groups ideology I versus ideology it's so complicated you know and jill talks about no excuse no excuse for hurting women and children no matter what side you're on uh, which is true and and some people believe that most people do even even the elites though that's that get up there and give their speeches and say we're not going to do this we're not going to do that behind closed doors they don't really give a crap like they don't war is war and you got to do what you got to do but extremists groups like hamas hezbollah isis the Taliban, you know, the list, the list could go on. I could just keep listing terrorist groups. We're not going to do that. You get the point. It is so complicated fighting them because we have to play by the rules. Our side, America always did for the most part. And, and they know that and they take advantage of that and they play the game differently. Israel, though, doesn't do things the same way that we do. They, there's, there's they have restrictions for sure, but they have less restrictions than we do. So all that to say, when you have the defense minister saying, we're going to cripple and level the Gaza Strip, we're going to set them back years, decades, in fact, that's what you need to do. If you're going to actually, this, this, this kind of fighting has been happening forever. Things went to a new level this weekend. Sure, yes, absolutely, it was terrible. It was, it was ridiculous. But if, if you want this to actually have meaningful change, and by the way, the meaningful change is going to lead to more escalation. But if you want to actually send a message and try and stop these, these types of things from happening, you've got to do something strong. And that's the scary part of this. The scary part is, is if, if, if you're Netanyahu, if you're any of the, the senior leadership there, you've got to send such a striking message that's not verbal, but that is very visual and very physical uh, you have to you are you are s such a other than the intelligence failure that led to this such a capable fighting force in that region if 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 you if you accept the conversation with Hamas now we joked earlier who said well we're open to truce talks now of course you are scooter because now everyone's mad at you and about to level you if, if you do that this this will continue this will continue and 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 the flip side of it and i get it i understand i understand what i'm what i'm saying doesn't make sense necessarily uh, by saying you have to go in and 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 wipe the the map off <laughs> with 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 that particular area like you have to do something that strong well, but then that's just going to lead to more fighting yes it is welcome to radical islam and and the war on terror their war on terror i mean we've got our war on terror but that's how it works with this that it's not point being it's not going to go anywhere but if you're israel you've got to do everything you can to try and shut this shit down now and then either it works or it escalates to a lot more countries and a lot bigger conflict and then that's a whole new ball of wax and a different conversation it seems to me that after the last two years it's like hmm we can't seem to get the United States to rally around us supporting Nazis fighting Russia. So what should we do? You know what? Let's go back to our tried and true enemy, 
let's get Muslim terrorists back in the map, on the map, and let's start fighting them again to try and rally everybody behind. It's just so, this whole thing is just so weird to me. I know that we talked about it at the beginning of the show about how everybody's intel community missed this invasion. Right. It's just, I I still, I can't understand it for the life of me. And it's, well, I can't understand it. it. When you have lack of leadership from the United States, this is exactly what you get. And if you, when you have a bunch of people who are in the halls of power right now within this regime, they, they're ideologically driven. We see that with their stance on abortion. We see that with their stance on the border. We see that with their stance on the military. We see that with their stance on every other form of authoritarian control they can sink their teeth into to lord over us. And this is just an advancement of that. They need everything to be in chaos so they can burn down the current system and rebuild the system in the image that they want where they're on top and the rest of us are down on the bottom. Yeah. And I just, this just popped up on my feed. You're going to love this. According to humanevents.com, Zelensky blames Putin for Hamas attack on Israel. <laughs> what kind of world are we living in, man? <laughs> that one, that one, the one, one where people say stupid shit like that. And, and there's 30% of our own population that's going to believe this stupid shit. On the low end. Yeah. On the low end. It's probably way closer to 50 than anyone wants it to be. Uh, Yeah, I mean, look, this is, someone said it earlier in the chat, I forget who it was, and I apologize, but uh, war is always about power, manipulation, you know, and we talk about here all the time, too, kind of resetting the table. What do we want the table to look like? What do we want people to consume at the table? That's sadly what happens with it. And, and, and... (sighs) We've we've had so much involvement with so many of these groups over the years too. You can't you can't t- you can't take us out of the equation. We've sided with this group. Then we hated this group. We went to kill them. Then we sided with them again. Then we then we then we did it with this group over. I mean, it, this whole thing is so freaking complex. It really is. There's simple parts of it and there's complex parts of it for sure. But. <clears throat> It's it is tricky. Yeah, rigor. I, how this how they've been building this this up for for months. You could argue years. Hamas been quiet really for the last two years, for the most part. And then because they're prepping for this, and and everyone missed it. It is a catastrophic intelligence failure. Catastrophic. Uh, and 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 maybe and maybe yes, maybe there's people along the way who knew about it. There are. I mean, there's. There's Egyptian intelligence. There's other folks who have said, we we said this was coming, and no one listened. So I'm sure that there's people who did know about it. But Well, there was chatter about 9-11 that nobody acted on. There right. was chatter about uh, the, uh, the uh, Jap- Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor that nobody paid attention to. There's always some kind of chatter that gets overlooked by somebody. Somewhere high up, probably close to where there are a lot of flagpoles who has a cocktail party to go to. It's some, you know, hardworking youngster that just got into the office is desperate to share a file with them. And they're like, you know what? Buzz off. I got a cocktail party to go to. Yeah. No, I, I think so. Too. I mean, and that's where it's so sick and twisted and you, and you, you hate that. And, and you, you don't want to picture and be in a world, which we're in, 
where you've got officials who are like, what's going to happen? Ooh, this could be good. Actually, let's, you know what? Let's gather the team. Let's have, let's, how can we capitalize on this? What can we get out of it? If, if it wasn't, if there wasn't any kind of next level malicious intent behind it and planning behind it on West, the part of Western countries, at minimum, it's, okay, what can we get out of this? How can we, how can we turn this into something positive for us? So maybe people did and they wanted it to happen because it, it, from from the flip side, from the enemy side, hey, let's get America caught up in some more shit. From America's side, hey, let's make our friends in in the military industrial complex some more money. Let's do this. Let's keep people focused on this and not whatever the hell we're doing here, which changes from from situation to situation. But there's 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 so many angles to it. Point being is none of us have all the data and information here. What we do know is this is an absolute hot mess. And we've got, well, let's skip ahead to the Palestine. So you've got, um, yeah, that guy there. Let's, you had the, the, what's, what's this guy's title? He's, he's the UN something or other from, from Palestine who's talking about this here. Let's just take a listen to him. If this is about vengeance, then many Palestinians will feel they have much to avenge. If this is about peace, then the way to it is not through further entrenching oppression and occupation, but by ending it. You cannot say nothing justifies killing Israelis and then provide justification for killing Palestinians. We are not subhumans. Let me repeat, we are not subhumans. We will never accept a rhetoric that denigrates our humanity and reneges our rights. A rhetoric that ignores the occupation of our land and oppression of our people. There is no right to security that trumps the right of a nation to self-determination. Okay, so... That's the view of the Palestinians. But here's the deal, bro. I get it. I know that you think that this is your land, and that goes back forever and a day, and, and there's been this dispute forever and a day. And part of that is probably what leads to we're not subhuman. This is our land, and you treat us this way and that way, blah, blah, blah. Okay. The rest of the area treats them like that. How are they treated by the Jordanians or the Egyptians? This it, is all laughable. It is all laughable. Everyone views you the same. But but the, the, not necessarily the bigger point, but a, the other point to this, bro, is, hey, here's the deal. No one takes you seriously. And people can argue whether that's right or wrong. It, it's happening in the streets of America and all over the globe right now. But you're saying we're not subhuman. You can't say that when you go do the most subhuman shit we've seen in a long time over the weekend and are entering people's homes, kidnapping, rounding up elderly women and children. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't do those things and be like, no, I promise we're the good guys. If you if, if your only attacks had been on government facilities you're still wrong because you're attacking a sovereign nation, but, but you can take a different angle and approach to it. When, when you're killing innocent people at a music festival, 
there's the one chick who is really cute, by the way, in the first video. I hope she survived. But you, you, you can't do that. You're going, I've saw so many, we didn't show, there's so many uncomfortable videos and I've seen and experienced uncomfortable shit, but there's a lot that I didn't want to put on the show. But when you're rounding up kids, innocent girls, there's the one chick who's a, a, a girl who was there at the, the thing from Germany who got taken off in the truck. Like, that's subhuman. That is that is subhuman right there, dude. Like, it just is. So don't don't make this cry like, stop treating us like animals. We're treat, you, we're, we view you that way because you act like animals. If you send people into a crowded market to clack off a suicide vest in the name of justice, you're an animal and you should be put down like a rabid animal. That's just that's just reality. Again, if you had just attacked, attacked a military a post or a government facility or somewhere where some key leader was, I still think it's wrong. I still think Israel should retaliate and, 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 and do what they need to do. But that's a different situation. But that's not how they play the game. And then they cry, oh, you're treating us like animals. Yeah, it's the same thing here in the in, when Black Lives Matter was burning villages or cities down, burning police precincts down, burning businesses down and ruining people's livelihoods. I, I got so much heat frequently for calling them animals like, well, stop acting like what like one and I'll stop calling you an animal. That's not what normal people do. If you want to protest, make a sign and a banner. I think that's gay. <clears throat> but if that makes you feel good, go do it. But once you cross that line of, OK, now we're throwing explosives and projectiles at people. We're burning down businesses and precincts. To me, you're an animal. And I could care less what happens to you. When you subscribe to victim oppressor ideology, which everybody on the left describes to, right. then no matter what the perceived victim does is justified. And that's what we're seeing right now with, with Hamas and what they've done to uh, the folks, the Israelis that they've killed and have taken hostage. You see the left now trying to justify their actions because the Israelis, being the oppressor, have oppressed them so much that this this was that they just had to do it for their own self-preservation. They were fighting their way out of a corner, and this was their only way to escape from the oppressive thumb of the Israelis. That's, yeah. that's the mentality. Yeah. And we're seeing this all over the United States because we, we have nurtured such a culture of victimhood that we have so many people right now who believe in this whole victim-oppressor philosophy that we're, we're seeing it permeate with this conflict by, by calling the Israelis um, uh, colonists. You know, we hear that all the time. We're, we're nothing but colonists and occupiers. We're seeing the same rhetoric, the same words used in this, calling Israelis colonists. And it, it, it's it, the, this whole conflict has has such a global reach. I don't think I don't think most people understand how big that global reach is and what the real reason behind it is. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Absolutely. Um, F News brings and and then now they're getting into it there. But uh, what do we do about Abu Ghraib and Guantanamo? All war is evil. Yes, but as as F dude said, we a couple of dumb fucks did that. Um, it really was like that's not a policy of the U.S. I've interrogated a lot of people, been around all of that stuff. No one does it that way. That that was that it was it is evil, and I've seen some 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 nasty stuff. But that was kind of a one off thing. That's not a policy. Sorry, I threw that point on there at the end, but I just wanted to to clarify. It is evil. It is dumb. 
but at the senior senior level where some of the most significant stuff happened that was that was not <clears throat> there we and 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 i also agree with what rigor says i don't think either side should be treating each other like animals but if you do then expect to be that that's why i hope i hope israel does not take the the the, the their foot off the gas here people you need and it's the same thing on any level it could be the political stuff here. Hey, someone get into power in the United States and, and unweaponize our organizations and make set precedents for people. You break the laws and you do something that goes outside of the charter of your organization, you go away forever. Same thing for this. You you go into a country, you invade a country, and you, you do the type of stuff that we saw this weekend, you're all going to die. That's just, that's how it's got to be. That you've got to set that precedent. But now the question becomes is what is our involvement? Because let's skip this one here, Disco, and just go to the video. <clears throat> uh, not the, the um, up. There this you one. go. You can just kind of play it as B-roll. But, you know, you, you, we were told that in response to this, that U.S. ships would be moving into the AO. And you can see just some footage here of, of a carrier group coming in. Um <clears throat> So that's happening. What they'll do in terms of support is TBD. But, you know, you're seeing this happen. You're seeing, as we've talked about, at least nine. I, I, I would venture a guess that it's higher. Nine American citizens killed, others being held hostage in this. And reminder, as that's happening, as this is happening, Joe Biden called today. Today, a lit at 11.52 a.m. So Americans are dying. Americans are being held hostage. And it's like, ah, it's, should we do lunch and just call it for the day? I mean, that's literally what played out. Yeah. I don't want to have to talk about the nude photos of my brother that were just released. <laughs> Did you see it? Yes, Dude, I saw that. Right? I'm sorry to sidetrack, but how fucked up is that family? Nobody can keep their clothes on and, and take nude selfies of themselves. Right. It must, it must be in the jeans. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's something you, you, you have a daughter, unfortunately, who is addicted to alcohol, another son who's addicted to drugs. You've got, you know, credible stories about you sexually assaulting interns while you were a senator. You've got stories about you showering with your daughter. You have a dog that starts biting. You have two dogs that start biting everybody in the White House. And we all know that dogs that bite are usually abused by by their handlers. So. that's a weird family it is no i've never we've seen so many broken ass families in in the so-called political elite in america come through we've we've talked about the clinton's kill list we've talked about obama and and all the shit that's going on there and they're all so bad and you're like it could never get worse and you're like oh well joe was just this this you know guy who's been in dc for 50 oh, years he sucks joe yeah, taking the he, train he's just that dude right he just is an old dude who tells these dumbass stories that aren't true and he somehow believes them but then you realize like oh no like they take the cake they're like up here the clintons are like bro you're making us look bad like it's it's it is really remarkable Did and, you? and we're feeling it and the whole world is feeling it by the way because a lot of this shit doesn't happen i'm not saying uh, hamas wouldn't have invaded israel uh, if if someone else was in office, but I but Ukraine and Russia wouldn't have happened the way that it did. China and Taiwan wouldn't be on the brink that it is now. And that's not even me saying that about Trump. I'm just saying someone with a sack 
it could be it could be a a more establishment type on the right who who puts out the message and aura that he's got a sack you don't even have to have a real sack you could have a sack with no balls in it but you gotta have a sack i just want to see how many times i could get sack in there <laughs> did Did we get a count did we have like a like a, a sack counter yeah. no i'm sorry i didn't know to be listening for the word sack yes but did you guys see the video of of uh, Joe and Jill Biden coming off Marine One, and the dog started biting him, so he's like kicking him. No, I didn't, uh, <laughs> it's. But I mean, again, I'm on the dog side here. Most of the time, dogs are better than humans, and then you get thrown into that family, and they're like, "Well, shit." Yeah, who's gonna be burning me with a cigarette butt or a crack pipe? I'm gonna be, you know, defensive and skittish the entire time. Right, and they're not gonna feed me. They're always doing cocaine or showering with their daughters. Like they're not like no one's paying attention to me. Like the dog just wants attention, Joe. But the dog would be better off if it wasn't there. Um, so, <sighs> what's going to uh, uh, what's going to be interesting about this? is we're moving ships in obviously you would think behind the scenes our folks are going to get a little bit more involved you know how how this scales up ramps up and and does it become more of a, a proxy war tbd it makes sense to me um that it's that instead of full-on war where we've got boots on the ground they're overt boots on the ground we've got boots on the ground damn near everywhere folks but but overtly speaking but you you've got um there's 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 not i don't think a video for this but we had as all this is kicking off there's polish planes that were at the airport the airport that was being targeted by the way by hamas that was one of the targets for sure so you have that happening i don't remember don't even worry about it yeah we, that, have, we pulled so much yeah that shit. one's just titled israel airport so i don't know if that's maybe yeah play it let's see what is it uh, let's see. This is high quality. Oh, yeah. There's just stuff going on over the airport there, right? You've just got rockets inbound and, and the dome trying to do its thing. Uh, but you had some Polish planes that were there, and they were not hit, thank God. But we're at this point where we're at in, in, in the Russia-Ukraine conflict, too. You could argue we're there because we've got Americans who are being killed, Americans being held hostage. But... NATO NATO planes other other friendly planes in the area what what is that thing that kicks it off and takes it to the next level where there's more overt involvement more traditional involvement in the conflict and I don't know the answer I'm just throwing it out there for the sake of conversation but you have those Polish planes get hit well that changes things right you know we had an American uh, I think it was a C17 that was was landing there today TBD, what they were doing, supplies, helping with evac, whatever the case might be. But that gets hit. Well, that changes things. So when these things pop off, it's like, man, these are horrible. Everyone's going to take their sides. But it's Israel. They're one of our longest standing allies. There's going to be some involvement from us, and not just us, but other Western countries. And, and what is it? What is that line? Where is the line? And what's it take for it to escalate to a whole nother level? I think this is going to, again, be more than a six-day conflict, seven, 10, 20-day conflict. But what takes it to, holy shit, we're, we're at a whole nother level now kind of a conflict? Don't know the answer, but I know 
It could be something as simple as that. Wrong country, wrong equipment, wrong personnel being in the wrong place at the wrong time, and then everything spins up. Oh, yeah, especially like a passenger airline getting hit. Right. You know, for whether it be Germany or Poland or any other uh, Western country. Or, you know, it just... <laughs> It's just such a tinderbox right now that it's you're dealing with these radical extremists who believe that their life has more value in the afterlife. And that's a very hard enemy to combat or get in their head when it comes to what are they capable of doing. And yeah. that's what we have to wrestle with right now and also be prepared for it a very unfortunate turn of events and then it becomes okay what's the u.s's response going to be to this and is it worth is that response worth what potentially is going to happen in the future because we know from 9 11 that if something does happen in the u.s our response isn't going to be something that lasts six months it's going to be something that goes on for 20 years yeah yeah it, it very very likely true so, whether it's 20 or not a a forever forever war kind of iteration um <clears throat> I, I i don't know um but i know we don't want it and and <sighs> iran no doubt obviously involved in this i always we, we we don't always talk about we talk about them a lot though iran is very capable in a head-to-head -head war are you going to just walk over iran but you probably aren't really going to walk over them. But can we beat them? You know, yes. But Iran has their hand. They have tentacles everywhere. So it's complicated. You're not just fighting Iran. You're fighting all of their various proxy groups. This Shiite militia, this, this one over here, this one over here, you know, and Hamas, which is, which is actually um, interesting, and it's, it's Sunni. But, like, you, you've got all these different proxy groups everywhere, and then you've got a very capable IRGC Quds Force. You've got... You've got some stuff. So it, 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 it escalates quickly in that region. And then who's friends with Iran? Not our friends. So you, you bring in Russia. You bring in these other. So it's, it, 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 I'm not suggesting it's going to go that direction. But it could. It could. It, it absolutely could. Um, <clears throat> well, at least when the price of oil goes up, we'll be totally fine because we've got a gigantic strategic oil reserve. Yes. Thank God that, thank God that thing is at the tippy top it's ready to go <laughs> i would say it's times like these where that <laughs> that's what the times like this is what that reserve was for not to to artificially bring the uh, the price of gas down to to make people not hate you even more than they already do right okay the the level of thinking or lack thereof in dc and and how it's going to affect us long term is so You've got this. You've got, okay, war just erupted in the Middle East. Well, what about gas prices? Well, we kind of depleted our reserves. They're going to go up. So we're we have screwed no there. Gas. We have no bullets. Exactly. We've oh. given away how many rockets and how far behind are we getting, you know, or, or will it take to produce those rockets that we gave away? Yeah. No, we're not strategically positioned to handle any of the stuff that we keep getting ourselves into. And, and that's what's so frustrating is we could have been— we, in a lot of areas we were, other areas we were, were progressing towards it or we could have, all these things could have been fixed. The problem is, as I always say, is to fix things, you have to want to fix things. And we have people running D.C. in our government right now 
who don't want to fix things. They want to, in fact, destroy things so they can bring about this new reimagined America where we get fucked in the ass every day and they eat filet mignon wrapped in bacon. Some people pay extra for that. Some people do. Some people do. But that's that's the idea behind it. It's to totally wipe out the middle class so the rest of us, us peasants are fighting amongst themselves while the elites enjoy their steak dinners and be able to look down and, and watch the bloodshed and the carnage and have a good laugh while they're having a nice cold bottle of Prosecco. Yeah. Are you still on your... Um, you were on a kick for a while on... Something similar. It was like to a rosé thing. Yeah, right? I, I wasn't going to say it. Yeah, but yeah I, I do like rosé. It is delicious. <laughs> it is, especially in the summertime when it's nice and chilled at just the right temperature. It's very oh, refreshing. Very refreshing. Now, now Tom has said this thing for a while that um, they're trying to make air flight obsolete early for the elites, right? Yeah. Uh, what, 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 what do you? What do you? I can't remember how you, exactly how you say it. Um. I'm trying to remember, but maybe I said exactly how you say it. Yeah, they're they're trying to make well, they're trying to reduce the amount uh, of of personal uh, movement that that everybody has, and the best way to do it is, and we're seeing it with airlines. If you book a ticket and like through Priceline or I can't remember the other sites that I went through. Uh, it'll show you the price, but it'll also show you the carbon credit that, you know, would be used against you. Have you guys seen the new Emirates commercials this weekend while watching sports? I did, I did on my end. I don't know about you guys. I didn't. But so it's uh, Selma Hayek. What happened? Did the Vikings win this weekend? No, they did not. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to bust your bubble no, there. Tea. Obviously, I was But it's uh, Selma Hayek, and she's like, and, and there's like this leather chair, and she's moving her hand across. She's like, someday... Every plane will have seats like this. And she's like, fly better, fly Emirates. So there they're even projecting, you know, it's just for the elites only. Because who's going to be able to afford a ticket with like a amazing leather seat that they're sitting on? I wanted in- to fly on that fucking Emirates plane so bad. But <laughs> the only way I could do it is if you guys, the taxpayers, were paying for it. Um, and I never... The A380 with the bar in the back. The bar in the back, <laughs> your own room. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we had a, we had a good for certain areas of operation that we'd go to, and you could get some really nice seats. Not not that I'm, I'm sure someone on the government dimes done that, but uh, who, who? Yeah, who? Point being, who can afford that? Like, yeah, but and so now it's like this commercial. They're like pushing. It's just for the elites. It's just for so you know. Tom's been spot on for a while, so you know. No, they do. They want to control that stuff for sure. They want to control your freedom of movement. That's why there's this insistence on the 15-minute city where you won't have to go anywhere because everything will be within that 15 minutes. And you will be living in a place where you share a bathroom with other families. You also share a computer. And yeah. it's just, it's it's really diabolical what the whole World Economic Forum has in store for us. And of course, if you bring this up, you're a conspiracy theorist. But you know what? I go back to, you know, words and actions. I can say the, all the words I want, but we see the actions of what's going on to, to push this agenda forward. Yeah. And that's what we're moving to now. On that shared computer, do you think we'll be able to have our three hours for our show on that shared computer or... I don't think so. Okay. Well, it depends, you know, because we're, what you search on there will be very limited, oh. and what you produce will be very limited. And it will go back against your ESG score, which also ties into the uh, digital dollar. Because if, if your ESG score isn't that high, and then depending on where you filed up, whether it be environmental, government, 
probably government for us. We won't be able to afford, you know, any like crickets or anything. Probably not. <laughs> so uplifting, as always. Uh, it really is. <laughs> I wanted to. But talk there's still hope. There is still hope, and I, I wanted to talk about a bunch of other stuff today, but freaking Hamas had to go screw shit up. We'll get we'll get to other stuff throughout this week. There's still more we got to talk about because there's bigger implications with all this, right? And it, it goes beyond America. It goes beyond the current area of operations. You had reports, and I I I. We'll be straight up with you. I didn't look into it hardcore today, but there was reports that the airport in Hamburg, Germany, were closed over threats from Iran uh, or Iranian-backed groups. Uh, I don't know if it still is closed or back open, but you have this kind of stuff everywhere, and you, 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 you've, you've got protests and everything popping up here. And I mean, here, you would think that. Let's go to the next one. Uh, to the yeah, you would think that these kind of protests would be happening overseas, particularly in the Middle East and particularly in close proximity to where all this stuff is happening. This, this was Manhattan over the weekend. Again, that's America. Just just since we're on this note, real quick, seems more like a victory march than it does a protest, <laughs> right? And I mean, and it was not a small for those listening to the podcast. It was not a small number of people. This was a shit ton of people marching and parading about Times Square and throughout New York, different areas of the city there. And then just since we're just to button up this, and then we'll have a conversation about it, here was Chicago. Same chant, same exact chant. Yeah. It, 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 well, the one thing that's hard for me to square away is the fact that you hear a lot of people saying, well, not all Palestinians are Hamas. Okay, I, I can see that. You know, like, like not all Taliban or Afghans. I, I totally get that. Right. But when you're out having this sort of victory parade, are you pro-Hamas then? I mean, what exactly? This is the part that I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time squaring away here. Yeah, because you're, you're people from your territory, your s supposed territory that you believe in and you that believe you're is being yours. Oppressed by. You're yeah, all that just murdered innocent civilians. So the timing of it is suspect. And to your look, it is complicated. You believe, and and some of those folks who are are here chanting. Maybe haven't even experienced it. Their parents did, and their parents are Palestinian, and they've told them this. So they believe this, and and they're committed to that that line of thinking. But 
you're 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 essentially I, that's how i in interpret it too well well i know there's some of them that are in there who are probably just reasonable humans who just want what they want for 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 palestine but you're essentially endorsing what just happened by getting out there and saying and we, we palestine will be free and if it takes doing what we just did so be it that that's the message maybe that's not the message you want to send i think it is but that's the message that you're sending that's exactly how i read it yeah and again you look at those people are here those people are are here in this country that happened in lots of places but lots of places all over america and then you you consider the situation we have here in this country with an open border and you consider just where things could go in our own country and we're going to get to that in a little bit i kind of teased that there we're going to get to that because that's that is a real and very legitimate concern that everyone should have not just because this happened this weekend everyone should have the concerns that we're going to talk about in the third hour before this happened before these six sadistic tragic events happened overseas but before we get there i want to just talk about this because you've got all those people chanting and protesting uh on behalf of palestine and and we would argue for the most part on behalf of hamas even though some of them would say that's not true but we've got members here we, yeah we've got six, this this is rnc research put this out and we've talked about how anti-semitic a lot of the squad members are right Six members of Congress are part of this organization, DSA. Who, DSA tweeted this. DSA is steadfast in expressing our solidarity with Palestine. Today's events are a direct result of Israel's apartheid regime, a regime that receives billions in funding from the United States and violence, and the violence and the occupation, free Palestine. And then it goes on. They have their thing. But they brought up six members of Congress are a part of this organization, Ocasio-Cortez, that, that, that was the group that sponsored her, got behind her campaign from the beginning. From the get-go. Yeah. Ilhan, Rashida, all of them, vile. And they have no clue how a lot of this works. They're listening to a couple people who have, are strongly opinionated, yes, but <clears throat> that, you, you're standing up for, I mean, that, we've got fractures here. We've got we've got Mike Pence who's blaming Trump, Vivek, and DeSantis for what happened. <laughs> Take a listen to this bullshit right here. Well, I am, but let me begin at where where we ought to start. I mean, that disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan has emboldened the enemies of freedom around the world, and now war is raging uh, in Eastern Europe, and and President Joe Biden's kowtowing for the last two and a half years to the mullahs in Iran, lifting sanctions, begging them to get back in the Iran nuclear deal, and then uh, paying six billion dollars in a ransom uh, for hostages. I, I think set the conditions. Uh, for this unprecedented terrorist attack uh, by Hamas against Israel. But I also believe this is what happens when we have leading voices like Donald Trump, Vivek Ramswamy, and Ron DeSantis signaling retreat from America's role as leader of the free world. I, look, uh, the, what happened in Ukraine was an unprovoked invasion by Russia. What happened this weekend was an unprovoked invasion by Hamas uh, into Israel. Uh, and I really believe now more than ever, uh, both uh, the debate within the Republican 
Republican Party and the debate within America is whether or not we're, we're going to once again stand without apology as the leader of the free world, as the arsenal of democracy. The heartbreaking images coming out of both of these theaters of operations remind us that uh, America is the indispensable leader uh, of the free world. And if I'm president of the United States, we'll lead from American strength. Well, you won't be. You he, won't. he is such a mosquito dick loser. I can't even. It just everything, the cadence in his voice, the hair, the smugness to him. He is an absolute worthless hack. I mean, he's less than worthless. Yeah. No, he, he, he the, look, the only thing he got right in that, he, all the things you just said are true. But the only thing he got right is Obama's disastrous policy, the prisoner exchange. I mean, he, he's he's right in calling that out. That was detrimental on so many levels. And then he went sharply downhill from there. Sharply downhill. It's like, okay, you had me, you had me. Okay, you just lost me. Yeah, on you, everything. You just reinforced the fact that I think you're a big, fat, stupid loser. Yeah, he is. Well, and you're bringing, like, look, I don't even know why Vivek was in that conversation there. Like... <laughs> Vivek's not going to win. Vivek has no experience in this on foreign policy or any of this stuff whatsoever. Oh, like, and blame Doug Burgum, too, while you're at it. <laughs> I mean, he, he just goes off the rails so far there. But Trump's Abram Accords were really, really solid. The, the, the way and the different approach that he brought that to, were they perfect? No. No one's ever going to get a, a, a perfect plan as it, as it pertains to Middle East tensions and Middle East relations, and, and specifically as it pertains to or in, includes Israel. But, but the Abram Accords were, were very unique, and, and it was done in a, in a manner. And, but moreover, you have—and and this is a little different, again, than Ukraine and Russia or some of the other stuff that's, that's popped off. But you, when, when America is strong, it, 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 relationships— Deep ties going back forever, like you have with Palestinians and Israelis, you know, different tribes in Afghanistan, in Iraq, having Iran with their hands in everything throughout the region. That part all gets complicated. What's not complicated and what traditionally works is when America is super strong and America leads through a peace through strength model. What we have done over the last three years and what we did for eight years pre-Trump was bend over the table and take it and say, I'm so sorry that we've been awesome forever. Why don't you, why don't you just take what you need or do what you want? Tell us what you want so we can make things right. That's not leadership. That's not strength. That's not any of those things. That's weakness. And people take advantage of it like they did during the Obama administration like they have under this administration. And yes, that's it. there's there's two prongs to it cuz part of it is weakness and it's people capitalizing that. But part of that weakness is also by design. It's also by design back here in the United States with people who are a-okay with everything being shattered, the dollar losing its value, the military, you know, being weakened and and Feminized. Feminized in the name of diversification, all of those things. They're okay with those things because it helps them accomplish what they have to hear. But as they're trying to accomplish that here, everyone else is, is making gains abroad. And <clears throat> uh, you can say what you want, but, but that simple policy of, look, here's the deal. 
we're the baddest country on the planet. We're going to help people. We're going to scare the shit out of people. And we're going to do things right. We're going to be an example. And, and we get so many things wrong. I'm not saying that we're, look at us. We, you look back at who we've been over the last forever, not even the last 50 years. You got to go way back. We're broken. We've got lots of issues. But comparatively speaking, we, we do a lot of things right too, or we have traditionally. When, when we're not strong, shit breaks. Or, and, and, and it might not even be, it, it might be perceived strength, but when we're not perceived as strong and in charge of like, hey, here's the deal. We're the toughest fucking country on the planet. If you piss us off or you piss in the Cheerios of one of our friends, we kill all of you. If you don't, we'll let you just do your thing over there. Don't get out of line and you'll be safe. If you're on our side, you're a friend, what do you need? You need some help here? We'll consider it. We might come in and play big brother here. But but th there's there's a lot that comes from that. But when you go into a shamed sit back, calling a lid, gone 40% of the time from the White House, all of these things, this is what you get. This is what happens. Right. And you also get, you know, the Hutus demolishing the Tutsi in a genocide. Yeah. Because Clinton was shell shocked after what happened in Mogadishu and just sat by and, and just let that genocide continue with, you know, millions of people being hacked to pieces yeah yeah and no. that, that's that's what happens when when the united states weakness is on full display and that's what we see now and, and going at this rate they're going to be more atrocities across the globe because oh. of of biden what i don't get about that is you get for, for the average for the layman back home you get this this situation and, P and a lot of everyday americans are are uncomfortable with violence and conflict and and they and they're uncomfortable with tough rhetoric but i but but they never seem to be able to connect all the dots like okay we don't want america to be this tough big brother we don't want america to be the the world police and to do this that and the other makes us uncomfortable what about the feelings of these countries and yet when that happens, there's peace and there's there's comfort and stability to be able to go out and sit with your friends at a fucking coffee shop and drink tea lattes or ice, whatever, whatever. I don't know what liberals drink, um, <laughs> but but you, you have the comfort and the stability of knowing that you can do that. You can do it safely. You can go safely bitch about how bad we are. Boba tea. Boba tea. <laughs> and then things start breaking and it's violent. I don't like this. This is this. This is uncomfortable. And they can never connect the dots as to why that's happening. You can't have it both ways. Do you want to, to be able to go bitch about this and change genders and, and cut parts of your body off, add parts of your body? Do you want to have the peace and the freedom to do that without feeling like a suicide bomber is going to clack off in your abortion clinic? Then, then, then you got to understand that the people up here who are doing real life, not living in this fucking fantasy world that you're living in, we got to do some nasty shit. And we got to be tough. Because the amount of stuff that happens behind the scenes that people don't know about, like most, literally most people have no clue how this world works. I've, I've encountered so few people, and this is not to be mean-spirited, so few people who actually understand how the world works. Because, and they, how could they? You don't see all this stuff behind the scenes. You're starting to see a little bit more of it now with social media. But they're so uncomfortable with people being telling that people come back like, man, you're a little rough around the edges. Like, well... <laughs> You haven't seen or experienced anything in this life. So until you do, how about you go fuck yourself?
Isn't it coincidental that we saw, we've been seeing over the last couple of months, Muslim communities across the country going to school boards and speaking out about the LGBTQ curriculums, uh, drag time story hours, uh, inappropriate pornographic materials inside libraries. And they seem to be building a lot of momentum and there seem to be uh, a lot of unification between people who are center right, maybe center left saying this, you know, let's take a pause in this with all this stuff coming in. And then all of a sudden war breaks out between Jews and Muslims. It's very odd. Very odd. That a certain part of the country saw saw this the similarities between family values, between a segment of the population that they thought was part of their voting block start to switch. And then all of a sudden, boom, here we are. Yeah. Yeah. And I I don't think it's also a coincidence that because social media, everyone everywhere can see what's going on, especially here in America, because we post about it. I mean, hey, we talk about it. the front lines in Ukraine. Yeah. But, (laughs) hey, America doesn't have a Speaker of the House or nothing can get done. Send in the troops. You know, send it, send in the par- send the paratroopers in. Let's go, because it, it's it, was there a, a significance behind the date? Yeah, it was the what four fifty year anniversary of the Yom Kippur Wars. War, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a. That was I, I think that was more significant. I, I'm yeah. sure that there's there's you know some but, circumstantial. But, but even to too, other, like but. if you look at the past wars that we've dealt in, social media was not really around. And so you couldn't tell that America was divided at any point because it wasn't being out there. Now it's, yeah. hey, America's at its weakest point. Well, the, yeah, they, they, the game is so different now. Everyone has, which I think is to everyone's detriment also. There's so much more information available. People, people get false confidence in thinking that they understand all of it because they get it. And, and, and they are. They're more educated than they were before. But it's, they're still... There's nuance to everything, and and no one has the answers on every on anything any one given thing. By the way, to be to be clear, but it's it's um yeah it's it's just a it's it's so much more. I mean, even even think think back to 2001. It's such a more complex world now than it than it was then. Uh, it, it just is, and 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 a couple people saying we can't USA can't. Uh, can't be the world police i agree i'm not saying we could we should actually be the world police but the point is is being strong where people are scared into thinking what's america gonna do if we do this uh i I, i'm all for just being like hey we're gonna take care of ourselves don't screw with us that's how i feel like we're i I wish we would do that but but with even in doing that it's like you can still have that and have people be like okay but if we do this what are those people over there gonna do and have them feel that way. Right. Have that, and then sometimes they they still do it, and, and we we're just like, we're not we're not going to do shit about it until you affect do something that really affects us. We don't care, which is why I have such a problem with this Russia Ukraine. Who fucking cares about what's going on there? Not me. None of my business, man. Yeah, <laughs> none of my business. What's going on with Russia and Ukraine? With Israel, it's terrible. When there's loss of life. It's terrible. When when when. Uh, uh, terrorists pop up and, and slaughter innocent people. Hey, man, th- they—that's on them. And however, who they did that to decides to retaliate. That's that's on them because you know they're. You, if you're gonna do that, prepare for the consequences. And you know, 
I'm just I'm here to to see you know what what kind of revenge is taken. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Uh, F news stolen elections have consequences. They do. They do. Man, do they ever. Um, okay. We're going to squeeze in a quick break here, top of the hour, head into the third hour. We're going to talk about plenty of stuff. We got Cory Booker was over there. I think his views are kind of changing a little bit. Uh, not enough. <laughs> I'm Spartacus. Uh, but he was over there. You got Eric Adams, who is saying that he believes the border should remain open. I was told we were told it was closed. Yeah, we were told it was closed, but we know it's not. And even though he's complaining about his city, he, they're saying we should be open. You got Pritzker who's weighing in on uh, the, the 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 tyrannical over overweight governor in in uh, in Illinois weighing in on it. And and what does all this mean for us? Where are we, America, in this in terms of vulnerability? Newsflash, spoiler alert: it's high with all of the military age males that come over our border, not every month or every year, every day, every day. We'll talk about all that. Stay with us. We'll be right back. that Juvench is helping me to get better every day in every way. That impact is what has been shown to help improve your bone density. Without that impact, you're missing a very important nutrient in your physical conditioning program. The Juvent Micro Impact System allows the person to create more joint range of motion. Now I know there's a chance that nourishment can take place to that joint. is my show with coin club exclusively on the rvm network coin club members get a this is my show challenge coin an exclusive friday morning show for coin club members only automatic entry into show related sweepstakes and other in-studio bonuses plus members get access to all other premium content on the rvm network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com so join the club and carry your coin with pride go to dbcoinclub.com Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. 
The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, thanks Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide this guide will give you all the answers you need american alternative assets is an a-plus and accredited member of the better business bureau protect your savings now before it's too late visit protectfrombiden.com individual results may vary there is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results still to get to folks thanks for sticking around with us hour three here we go and Cory Booker Spartacus <laughs> was in Israel <laughs> when all this happened he's out now safely and and I'm glad that he is to be clear I think he's a suspect individual who doesn't love our country Another coincidence that the uh, Tel Aviv Bear Festival is going on this past weekend. <laughs> right? I'm here on official business-ish. Um, but you, you, you had him there, and this was his message from... Uh, I, I, this was his message. Take a listen. I am in Israel. About this time yesterday, I was jogging behind me in the old city when I got a urgent call from my chief of staff telling me to get back to the hotel as quickly as I could, that Israel was under attack. There were thousands of rockets being launched. When I got back to the hotel, I joined others in the bomb shelter or the stairwells of the hotel. Frightened faces. There were children and elderly families, many Americans. There was a sense of fear and worry and a knowledge to many of us that there were horrific things going on around the country at that time. Hundreds of people have been killed. Thousands of people have been wounded. 
in a level of attacks at a scale that is staggering and really has not been seen in this country for over 50 years. We who believe in peace and freedom and human rights for Palestinians, for Israelis, for all humankind must reject those who use terror as their weapon. All right, so there, there he was. Very earnest. Very earnest. <laughs> Said no one ever about Cory Booker. Uh, but, so, I, 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 I'm not saying. I'm I, again. I, I think it's great that he he got out and is safe now. And I, I wish death upon no one, even even my enemies, at least within our country. There's other people that I definitely do. Um, but. I think it's good for people. I don't. I don't think he's smart enough to figure out what it means on a bigger level and to have this self-reflection and and look inward on on his policies and his views on how stuff works. But I am curious to see if any kind of shift happens with him, because I think it's. I, again, I wouldn't wish it on him, but I think it's good for people to see this stuff firsthand. All these politicians always have so much to say about all these super big, important, uh, often complex issues, issues that they have no understanding of whatsoever. And yet in their speeches and their, their sound bites, they sound so ardent on and like, oh, I'm, this is 100% where I am. I'm here, here, here. I just am curious to see what his take is in the coming days and weeks. Because you, you've seen it. You, you, maybe, I don't know what violence he did or not see, but I know he was scared. His, his heartbeat got up. His pucker factor went up. And I don't, let's not go down that thread. But, <laughs> but like, I, I just, I really am. I'm, I'm legitimately and genuinely curious to see if he has any kind of a change of heart and how he looks at these types of instances. Because traditionally, folks on the left, some of them are on, on the right too, are just so out of sorts and so out of touch with these types of events. You know, I, I'm really impressed with you, Drew, and I'm impressed with you to the fact that you think that Cory Booker is 100% genuine and and speaking from the heart. I I appreciate that. But I, I I'm not saying that I think he's speaking from the heart. I'm just saying I want to see where he really is. I know, but oh, you're playing a, a bit. No, no, but oh. I, I thought you know. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, I am yeah. sort of playing a game yeah. because <laughs> I don't believe him at all, at all. And I'll tell you this much. And the reason why I don't believe anything that comes out of his man pleaser is the fact that. He started off his story by saying, I was out for a jog, and my chief of staff called me to let me know that rockets were coming in. Yeah. If you're out for a run, you're going to fucking know that rockets are coming in, and you're going to haul ass back to the hotel. Yes. You right. don't need a phone call to say, hey, get off the streets, or there's a rocket attack happening. Well, there's there's gunfire, and there's there's rockets going. I mean, the country's under siege. And you're from Newark. You know what gunfire sounds I mean, it's, like. It's, it's just white noise now to him. Yeah, probably. Know. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. No, and, I, and then he followed it up with, when I got back to the hotel, we huddled in a bomb shelter or in stairwells of the hotel. Right. Okay, which, which one? Which one is it? I, that was my question, too. <laughs> yeah. So he's being disingenuous again. Yeah. He's trying to build this up to, to as more political capital. So when he gets back to D.C., I was there. I knew what it was like. I was huddled down in a bomb shelter or a stairwell, depending on, you know, how you characterize it or, you know, how it identifies as. Yeah. It's just, it, it's, 
to me, it was just a typical Cory Booker, you know, story, just like the one where he crawled in bed with a dying crackhead. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think so, too. I don't think there's anything genuine about him. I'm saying from a – which, of which I appreciate everything you did to include the man-pleaser part. Um, I, I, I just am always curious. Like, okay, you've seen how vile – people are now and you really haven't and and you were protected and ushered out and probably had a private you know charter out of there so you know you didn't experience anything that that a normal american or someone would, would have experienced I mean, there come on do we really think that a sitting senator is going for a run by himself in a foreign country it, you talk about a high value target right oh yeah no no <laughs> i i agree with you all of his story is bullshit my but my my question is is do you come back and learn anything from it? And I right. think the I answer just, is no. No. And I, I agree with, with your assessment of that. I mean, uh, it w which is remarkable, right? You would think you come... The biggest tactical event, invasion, that's happened in a long, long time in this long-standing conflict, you're there for, you're present. Where you were exactly, all that's going to be mirrored in secrecy because we're not going to ever know the truth of that. But you were there. How do you not start to see it in a different light and be like, this This right here is wrong. You're kidnapping, killing women and children, beheading people. You're, you're, doing, all of the, I mean, you're doing all of this stuff, and it'll, he'll come back, and you're totally right. He'll come back. It'll be about him. He'll use it for his advantage. He won't change a damn thing about his policy, but he'll 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 talk like he's smarter on the issue. Yeah, and I was there. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. Um, if, if AOC was there, she would have done a video from inside her hotel room, been like, "I'm scared." You know, there would have been a different right. Yeah. yeah, there's no footage of him huddled in a bomb shelter. Give me a break. That goes in your campaign ad. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, Jackie, good to see you here. Um, folks, we're glad you're here. Hour three talking, obviously, Israel and war that has erupted in the Middle East uh, over the last 48 hours or so here. Um, chaos there for sure. But while there's chaos there, we've got lots of threats and concerns here to worry about. Lots of them. And... You've got Eric Adams, who I guess it was, I don't know, two, three, four weeks ago, whenever it was, several weeks ago, who was saying, we, New York City, cannot sustain what is happening here. We can't sustain it. We can't keep having this, talking about the flow of illegal immigrants that are being positioned and, and sent to that city, which I'm glad they are. If they're going to get sent anywhere, get, send them to blue cities. More on that to come in another clip that's coming up here in a second. But you had him complaining about that. And then yet he said... This just, I think it was last week, October 3rd. We believe the borders should remain open. That's the official position of this city. But we have made it clear there should be a decompression strategy that we could properly deal with the volumes that's coming into our city. And no cities should have to carry the burden of a national, of the national government. Okay, so as we said earlier, Eric, we were told the borders were closed. Everything was good. We're as secure as ever, which obviously is the biggest crock of shit in the history of mankind. We've set fucking record after record. I mean, if you're going for gold, Joe and the team are doing it. 
and of course he's not the people behind the strings are pulling the strings are but the board he said the quiet part out loud there the border is open yes we know we're all feeling it <laughs> your city and some other cities maybe are feeling it more than others but we are all feeling it and at some point we're definitely all going to feel it we'll talk about that in a second but you've got jb pritzker do we have that clip yep sir let's just bring that one in real quick and then and then we'll continue this conversation because i, I want to because he kind of talks about a similar thing here there she she kind of teased it up for us let's just go to the clip the democratic conventions in chicago next year are you confident that your city and your state are going to have a better grasp on it by this time I am confident that we can handle it, but again, it will require help from the federal government and someone needs to work in Texas with these border politicians to have them stop sending people only to blue cities and blue states. And the president of the United States and the White House has the ability to help disperse folks across the country. That will help a lot. <laughs> Golly, Jet. Dear God. I mean, all right, so <sighs> Pritzker takes a break, takes a sausage out of his mouth. In his case, that's not a gay joke, just literally a sausage. Actual sausage. Actual sausage. And and that's what he comes up with. We'll be okay, not because the border should be closed or it's going to get closed. We'll be okay because we think that there needs to be a policy shift. And rather than sending all these illegal immigrants who should not be here in the first place, definitely shouldn't be sent places on American taxpayer dime and protected but rather than being sent to the cities who are okay with this policy of having an open border which it is it is open rather than that we should send them everywhere else like that's that's the perfect picture of how a democrat thinks you, you can go back to the martha's vineyard example no no, no no we don't want them here you've got 24 hours to get all of them out <laughs> we don't want them to be gone from the nation just not here oh, we were so blessed to have them for the time that we did but you know what you dirty little peasants get on the plane and get the fuck out of here <laughs> yes that's exactly it and that's how they think right i mean you got eric adams jb pritzker all these people in different roles obviously with with mayor and governor who yes we believe in an open border because we believe in what the Marxist left is trying to do to America. It pisses me off, too, by the way, side point, always seeing them wearing American flag pin. Take that shit off your chest. If if you really love the country, you wouldn't support any of the stuff you did. And, and if you really love the country, you, or if you and, and in the current state, you shouldn't be allowed to wear that pin. But they say that, and then they don't want any of the riffraff. Yes, we want it open. Just don't bring it to Chicago or to New York or to Philly, or to somewhere in New Jersey, or to blankety blank. We don't want them, but we do want them here because the Democrat and our overlords, the Democrat Party and our overlords have said that this is what we need to do and this is what we need to support. But none of them actually want them there. Eric Adams said it weeks ago, we can't keep doing this, they're destroying our city. They're saying we're okay to destroy your cities. Exactly. Just not ours. So on an immigration, discussion there everyone should be like uh wtf you're you're okay with my family being put in jeopardy my friends and family members losing jobs to these people my community dealing with all the stuff that comes this way and i get it there's good people who come across the border legally too there's not necessarily many of them and they're all breaking the law even though we're allowing them to but that's what they're saying. And that is that that is a further visual or or example of the us versus them reality that we live in. 
it is it is all about us versus them and 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 you see it there but to the point of we, we talk immigration all the time and we'll, i'm sure we'll continue to as long as we have an open border but as you have this happen this happened in israel over the weekend you look at what we experience here on a daily basis seven eight nine ten thousand or more come across eleven thousand a couple weeks ago in one day and that's what's known that's just the tracked numbers so you know it's higher and you see the images and most of them are military age males you gotta have some significant concerns and if you don't have some significant concerns about our country our country's sovereignty and the type of events that could happen you're not paying attention you're not paying attention. There's lots of discussion about this online, I know. And we're going to discuss it here, too, because it's an important discussion to have. <laughs> but you got, I mean, this, this, it, it's not going to look necessarily, I mean, it could, it, it could be as organized as what Hamas did, you, you know, backed by Iran over the weekend in, in Israel. But it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be that. You, you, you think back to, think, think about all the people who've come across, for one. And how many are here? Some of them will never do a damn thing to hurt this country. They're going to go do their shitty job and hope hope that they can figure out a way to to make their 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 way forward, whatever. But you've got you've got a lot of them here, and you think back to the DC sniper case. Remember that? And this is kind of a weird thing, but you think back to that. You think to how how paralyzed that region was when that was going on you didn't you didn't leave to get gas you didn't leave to get groceries and you didn't have doordash and shit like that back then by the way when are we i hate getting gas by the way when are we going to have like a gas delivery for your car that would be great too well we won't have gas we'll have electricity that's true yeah they're getting rid of that shit but (laughs) but that would be nice i had to get gas this morning and it pisses me off Who's got time for that? I always forget, and then it's last minute. Like, ah, I would make sure it. you get your gas at the beginning of the week because the end of the week it's going to go up significantly. No, hundred percent, it is. But you got all these people here, and you have you have you have that event that paralyzed people, and then nine eleven happens, and you and you start to see how the world reacts to things. You have you have you have all all these different examples, and and it doesn't take. My point with all this is that it doesn't take a Hamas style coordinated attack across different cities god forbid that ever happens it could but all people need to do is start more systemic violence cause violence at this grocery store and obviously i'm not suggesting this but you 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 see people clack off in places detonate a suicide vest that is for for those who aren't familiar with clack off you see people who 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 throw a grenade just walk in throw a grenade somewhere and walk out somewhere grocery store movie theater whatever you can cause so much chaos and disrupt our way of life so easily in america so it doesn't take a bunch of people getting armed and training and prepping for this big day somewhere and i hope and pray that never happens but it doesn't it doesn't need to happen on that level and that's the concern is is this is literally it's death by a thousand cuts it's taking away us as a country uh as we go rigor thanks for being here today with us uh it's 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 all those things 
and, and I just don't, people come up with these grandiose things. They're gonna, there's, there's sleeper cells here. There's this, that, and the other. Look, I promise you there's sleeper cells here. There are, I can tell you from, from my day that there's there's some that are that are known and tracked and monitored, but like, I'm sure a lot of other people have come through, but it doesn't have to be this big grandiose plan. It just has to be a bunch of, of little ones and it, it will still have a devastating effect. If, I mean, if you start seeing stuff happen in everyday places, shopping malls, which aren't even everyday places anymore, but you know, shopping malls, grocery stores, coffee shops, it, it changes everything. You don't send your, like, honey, where are you going? Grocery store? Hell no, you're not. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, it changes everything. So there's, 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 there, there's so much that could happen at such a lesser level and it still changes everything. I, I keep rambling and saying the same thing. I'll shut up. <laughs> no, but you're correct. It doesn't have to be the, you know, a 9-11 scale attack. It just has to be consistent, and it's got to be big enough for everybody to pay attention. And, of course, when it does happen, oh, you know, uh, uh, it was a Sudanese man. Oh, you know, we can't have any kind of anti-Sudanese bias against the, the Sudanese people that have moved into whatever city that we're in. And it's this is just this whole victim oppressor, uh, victim oppressor philosophy is going to get on steroids once people start assimilating more, once illegal aliens start assim not really assimilating, but start living in their communities within different cities. And even if you live in the suburbs, it's going to be a long time before these white shit libs out in the suburbs are going to realize that it's come to them. The, I've worked a lot in third world countries and have traveled to a lot of third world countries all over the globe. And I tell you, as soon as you start noticing more litter in your city, you've got an immigration problem. It all starts with littering. As soon as the littering starts picking up and you're going to be going, man, why is there so much shit everywhere? What's going on? Why aren't people hunking stuff out the, you know, out the, the their car windows? You know, I, I can't figure it out. It's littering. Every third world country has a massive littering problem yeah. because most of the people that live in those countries are just ignorant when it comes to disposing of waste. So they come to the United States not knowing any better. They're just going to hunk their stuff wherever they want to because they don't know that, that you're supposed to put it in a garbage can right. or you're supposed to get garbage bags and put it out for the garbage delivery. Either you burn it or just throw it somewhere else. So as soon as you start seeing... An inordinate amount of litter start popping up in your city. It's going to be too late for you. <laughs> that's the that's the telltale sign you're it screwed. Is. I know it sounds very simplistic, but that's what it is. It it, it it certainly is 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 a sign you're on the wrong path. That's that's for damn sure. And I th I think there's probably some truth for sure to what you're saying. I I don't disagree with you. Um, well, I. We, we've, we've, we've got a serious issue with that. It, when you don't know, when you've got that volume coming across and you don't know who's in that, you do to a certain extent, there's some fidelity on who's, who's coming across, but there's a lot that, that's not there. And that's, that's a huge freaking problem. Um, and and we, we've known reports of, of terrorists coming across. I promise you, I promise you, Iran and IRGC are taking advantage of that. China, other, I mean, if there's a foe out there, which we have a lot of, when you're the top dog, you have a lot of enemies, they're taking advantage of it. And are all of them going to play nice together and coordinate? Uh, no. 
but they don't have to. They don't have to. So it's... Well, and it's also hard. I was watching footage this weekend. Um, someone, like a reporter that, that goes on the field for Real America's Voice is at the border wall. And he's like, I'm a mile away from the port of entry, like from the, the building right over there, a mile away. And he's got a drone up and there's five different groups of guys just sitting there with a group of people waiting for the sun to go down so they can throw up the ladder and jump over. And he goes, if these people were trying to come over here the right way, even with right now with them just getting a high five when they walk through the gate. Right. They'd be fine. He goes, but these guys are fighting age males who are on assignment from wherever they're from saying, don't go in the right way so you don't get documented. You got you to gotta jump over. And then he calls the Border Patrol to say, hey, I see there's like five groups here waiting for the sun to go down. And the, you know what the operator tells them? Hey, we, we're just understaffed. And, uh, you know, we can't do it. We'll, we'll, we'll put it on the list of things that need to be, to be done, but it's probably not going to get taken care of. And it's like, oh, so you're just going to let these guys just climb over the fence? And then it was just quiet. Right. And it's just like, okay. So if they were if they were people who were just seeking asylum, they would go seek asylum the proper way and not right. climb. It would be processed. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. Apparently there was a New York City man, a Muslim man, made a threat to all non-believers. We're done being tortured and hurt and judged. This is the correct religion. This is the religion that all humanity needs to be Islam. Hmm. We will not stop until it enters every home so I want you to repeat after me. I want to hear it in every single district. It should tremble. Brooklyn should hear it. The Bronx should hear it. Queens should hear it. Say it. There is no God worthy of worship except Allah, the God of Jesus, God of Moses, and the God of Abraham, and the God of the last and final prophet, Muhammad. Good luck with that, brother. You're in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah. You're in the wrong place. That's You're their goal. And you know what? There are tons of college-educated white shit libs that will throw in. Look what we saw during Black Lives Matter and all those dumbasses kissing the feet of random black men to have to show some sort of atonement for the past sins of the United States. We're going to see those same weak, liberal idiots doing the exact same thing if that does happen. They're... they're, they're I, it, it scares me the the amount of people, the amount of cowards that we have in our country right now that will that will bend the knee and, and just go, okay, I'll do whatever you say as long as you don't hurt me. Oh, you want to have sex with my wife? Go ahead, here she is. I'll be outside, honey, and, and you be really nice to the man. You know, yeah. That 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 part of it is, is troubling to me because we saw it during COVID, and I know that there are different things, but we we saw how quickly people were willing to give up their freedom and willing to give up their own sense of right and wrong and, and, and truth and lies and just follow one path and right. be like, I'm totally fine with whatever the government says. I'll do what they say. You just don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No, I, you're right. They will. They'll go along with it. I just, I just saw a great meme for Thursday. They'll totally go along with it, though, and that's, that's how they operate. But, but I don't think—I mean, look, there's a lot of people who—I mean, I know that that's what they want, but I don't think we're really at jeopardy for a situation where you've got, like, Sharia law and stuff like that. I, there's a lot of people talking in the chat today about, with all of these things, just you wait and see, there's going to be a big attack here, too, and then they're going to declare martial law. I— I'll be honest. I also think that that's kind of a, a stretch. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I'm not shooting your idea down. I, I think m my sense is sm smaller, not bigger, and, and more of the smaller is, is going to have a, a huge effect. It could still lead to something that has to do with the 2024 election 
whether it's suspending something or whether it's just really ratcheting up, up a narrative, I don't know what they would do. I mean, if you're the left and more violence happens here and you've had the border open and you 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 capitalize on that and try and key on that for the election, you'd be like, well, that doesn't make sense. It's your fault. But that's in a real a, a real and fair world. They they control everything. So they can they they and they have the gall to do that, to be like, yes, we kept it open. Yes, we let all these people in. And yes, we're telling you you need to, to vote us back in or none of this will end. Like that, I mean, that's it, it, that's how broken our world is. And there'll be some people who are like, that doesn't, okay, fine, we'll go along with it. They'll go along with it because they can literally lie th- out their ass that much. It's, it's special, really special. Who was, <laughs> was it, Ramzi Youssef, the uh, mastermind be- be- uh, behind the first World Trade Center bombing that said eventually one day, we will see the flag of Islam fly over the White House. Was that him? Or was I don't remember if that was him or not, but I, but several have said it. Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. I can't remember who exactly it was, but I always thought that that was you know a pretty stupid and arrogant thing to say. But over the past summer, seeing pride flags being on display all over the at world, government facilities, at government yeah. facilities, I, you know what? At this point, it wouldn't surprise me. No, it it wouldn't. I. I it wouldn't surprise me either. I feel like we've got more steps to get to before we get to that point, none of which are good. Uh, they're all equally bad. But I, but I think, but also, as I say it, I mean, it's like, I mean, who would have thought? I mean, I, I never would have imagined, and thank God I never had to because I would have lost my shit, but I never had to walk outside of an embassy overseas somewhere and look up and be like, there she is, old glory and the pride flag. An old swishy. An old <laughs> but, <clears throat> I mean, who knows at this point? Who knows? It seems like, oh, man, I'm, I'm scrolling through and it just there's just so many devastating videos. Um, I think I'm getting soft in my old age. I don't know. I mean, I definitely am physically, but but I think emotionally too. Um, yeah, and- well, it's taxing when you look at something as gruesome as grotesque, whether it be you know, on video or in real life. In real life, it has an effect on your soul. No, for sure. For, I thought about it this morning. You know, I woke up, and my routine is always get up. Today, I felt like crap because I just woke up feeling like crap. But dove into it got my cup of coffee, sat down at the laptop and I already had pulled a ton of assets for you. Like most of the stuff that I sent you had, had already been from yesterday, uh, which I'm glad that I had, but you know, you wake up and you're like, well, what are we going to talk about today? Oh, that's right. Death and carnage overseas and the possibility of a huge, huge, massive war that it could spiral into. And I hope and pray it doesn't. But it does. It does. I mean, it does start to have that effect on you. We're like, man, like, that's why. That's why we're trying to get more sports and entertainment stuff worked in. But on days like today, where this is just happens, like, well, we've it's got, important. This it's important, is important to cover. Like, we're not going to just, you know, I wanted to talk about some of the games from over the weekend, but it's like, well, people are dying, and we're on the prospect of yet another war. Uh, so we should probably dive into this and and take this seriously, which we are. We're, we're absolutely taking it seriously as everyone should now Um, i'm interested to see tonight the late night shows of course they're probably going to have some kind of something in their opening monologue which stance are they going to take 
Fallon and all. It's got to be Trump's fault, right? Yeah, yeah it's got to be Trump's fault. It's the fault of Israel. The Palestinians are the poor ones who get picked on all the time. It's going to be the same same talking points because they, everybody in Hollywood ascribes to the victor, the um, oppressor, victim mentality. But then again, you don't go up against Israel too often. I think they're just going to let it be. Yeah, you mean they're probably not going to talk about it, you're saying? Yeah. Because to me, it's with the protests in New York and stuff. I wonder, is someone going to say, say we, we, we stand with America? Or, you know, like, is someone going to say that? That would make that would speak volumes if they did that. No, you can't do that. You ostracize your audience. If you say, I mean, the, in this day and age, in, in entertainment, if you're pro-America, unless you're Tom Cruise and it's, you know, Top Gun Maverick, with, which is an outlier and, and was great, but, like, you, you can't stand up for... Um, and you lose half your audience yeah. if you do that. You know who's most happy about this Hamas attack? I can't wait for this. Jamal <laughs> Bowman. He he he. All the pressure's off. Now. He's he's part of that group too. Uh, what is it? DSA. T- um, DSA. Yeah, yeah. DSA. Yeah. But the whole pulling of the fire alarm fire alarm is totally forgotten. Exactly. Oh, yeah. No one's paying any attention <laughs> yeah, to that. It, it was. It reminded me of uh, Gary Condit, and when he was, you know, when people thought that he had something to do with Chandra Levy's disappearance, and that's the whole dominated all the news right up until September 11th, and then we never heard about Chandra Levy again. Yeah. Well. Yeah, you're probably right. He's probably, he's probably a pretty happy camper. <laughs> but he was probably happy anyways because he had already gotten away with it scot-free, son of a bitch. Um, you know who else is happy? Or the University of Texas fans because we're not talking about the upset for upset, the Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we should what do game, is we right. should send just fire alarm police to Bowman's office. Just like countless. Just, just never stop in sending them. Can you imagine? We'd be called racist immediately even though it has nothing to do with that whatsoever. <laughs> Um, this is a more, fire alarm. All the more reasons, maybe <laughs> to to possibly do it. Could you imagine if Bowman had to go, like you know, do you know how like every school has some like government mandated video to watch where it's like he's this is a fire alarm. Fire safety is important. That would be great if if he had to go and record that. That would just be, speak volumes to, to him and thinking that was an exit door. Yeah, it is. Barb, hey, good to see Barb. See Barb over there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Outside of this, it was a good weekend here. Great weather. Yeah. Devastating Vikings loss. But good Michigan win. LSU lost. LSU lost. That was good. That Oklahoma-Texas game was freaking awesome. It was a good game. <laughs> a great game. Florida State won. Yeah, they did. Twinkies are up one game in the series. No, it's one to one. One to one now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Who's in the, what's the top twenty-five lineup? How's that shaking down? I forgot to look. <sighs> I didn't look at it today. Honestly, didn't look at it today, which is kind of weird. Um, but it's obviously Georgia at number one, Michigan, Michigan number two, <clears throat> and then the rest don't matter. Uh, yeah, I don't know who took <laughs> Texas to spot. I, I presume Ohio State jumped up to three. To three? Yeah, I, I would. I would say. By the way, side point. I know no one cares, and we've been talking about this. Michigan's schedule came out for next year, and it's total bullshit. So we've got to we've got to win it this year because we got all of I mean literally five of the top ten teams in America next year we play, including the rest of the schedule being tough. We got USC, Oregon, Washington, Ohio State, Texas, 
and then the rest of the the regular Big Ten slate. Crazy. Crazy. I got I, I got the list here. If you want me to read it out, I don't I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's, okay. It's I mean it's great. I'm happy for the conference that we picked up some some great great folks from what was previously known as the Pac-12, now the Pac-2, but <laughs> uh, but but man, it's going to be a brutal. I mean, you win the, the playoff schedule, you know, with with 12 teams next year helps, but you still got to probably win 10 games to get into that if you're a powerhouse type program like a Big Ten, SEC kind of a school. You, winning 10, 10 out of the the games on the schedule next year is that's just. Now, did you really believe the NFL was going to let the Kansas City Swifties lose to the Vikings? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that is an appropriate name. <laughs> I tell you what, I res- I res- I respect the hell out of Mahomes. I think he's one of the greatest we've seen in a long time. And and Andy Reid and what all of them do. It's really hard to like them right now with all the Taylor Swift bullshit. It really is. And then I, Travis doing his Pfizer shit and all that's like, man, I respect you guys. You're such a great ball club. And then you got to go and just do this shit. Yeah. And, and then you come into my home's birth state and, and beat us, which we really we kind of beat ourselves. But What I love is how Tom was like, Taylor Swift's going to save the NFL. <clears throat> and then all the games that she's been at, it's been the same thing. Like, Travis Kelsey and... Here's Taylor Swift. They cut to her. They always have to bring her up. And it's like there's other stars there, but they're only highlighting her. Yeah. No, it's trying to broaden their audience. I I did watch a video where someone said, yeah, Travis Kelsey screwed up because NFL has, you know, majority of like their hardcore people who eat, breathe and live football hate the fact that they're showcasing her. But then her fans are people who eat, breathe and live Taylor Swift. If they're gonna have this breakup, there's gonna be this huge feud between yeah, but, these but two. Guys. Go watch Taylor Swift in concert. Go watch is you know go watch a music video somewhere or something like. The movie's coming out. Stop combining stuff. I hate that. Like, that's everyone's issue. Is is sports need to be sports? Yeah. Like, let me ask you this question. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> is it stranger for a man to go to? To, to go see the Taylor Swift concert by himself or go see the Barbie movie by himself? Which is more inappropriate? I don't know. I don't really have a problem with either. I really, like, I don't know which one's more less manly. They're both up there. But, like, Taylor Swift's show looks amazing. I'll be, I'll, I'll tell you, right, I mean, the, the, the pyro, the stage, the set and everything, like, it looks really cool i'm not going to spend that kind of money to go do it but you're going to go by yourself to the movie i mean if you're a guy and you've got a daughter i understand going to either my daughter did not want to see barbie so i was off the hook with that one okay and she's not a taylor swift fan so i'm off the hook on both of them but i could imagine myself even if i was interested in seeing barbie which i am i don't i can't see my and i love going to the movies by myself it's one of my favorite things to do I, I I could not bring myself to go to the Barbie movie by myself. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I would want to go to either of those. Obviously, the, the by yourself, the 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 crux of the question here. I I don't know. I probably probably the concert because live music's great and it's Taylor Swift's a bigger thing than a bar. I feel like if you go to Barbie by yourself as a male, you probably should be put on a list. How about if you go to Disney by yourself? 
That actually is kind of fun. I've done it before. It's great because you can do all the single rider lines. It's fantastic. Disco, disco's yeah. done it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, you're, but you're right. It is different. Like I, I'm interested to see it too. We'll rent it with with the girls at home. But um, uh, a, a real good friend of mine, he his, someone gifted him and his daughter floor seats to the Taylor Swift show in their town, and they went. And I was like, so how was it? He's like, well, I just wore earplugs because I knew the girls were just going to be screaming. He's like, but from the show, he's like, it was a, a great show. He's like, I'm, but I'm not a Taylor fan, but it was entertaining to watch. No, I'm sure it's a great show. I, I, I'm sure it is a great show. I'm not, I'm not some big Taylor person either. Um, you don't consider yourself a Swifty? I'm not a Swifty. Yeah. <laughs> Can you name her top five songs? I don't know if you guys have noticed. Or picked up on it. I don't jump on many. Um... Motley Crue, Taylor Swift. That's Drew's top two bands I right mean, there. I, <laughs> I feel the same way because there's certain things like Taylor Swift that come along in pop culture. And I feel like I'm missing out on something because everybody else is into it and I'm not. It's like, I, you know, it's weird. It's like, I just don't get it. Yeah. I understand, you know. She's a great performer, great songwriter. I totally get that, but it's just like it doesn't. I'm just not on board with everything, and I feel like, you know, like the antisocial hermit that I am. Yeah, it makes you feel that way. <laughs> like I know, I just I, I look. I, she's great. I, I, if someone gave me a ticket, I wouldn't say no. I just I'm not gonna seek it out. I'm Would not you gonna go see... by yourself. No, I, I wouldn't go by myself. <laughs> that, how about the how about the three of us? Yeah, I'd I'd do that. I'm not. <laughs> Red Beach isn't paying for that shit. That's someone's gonna get us tickets. tickets. Watch. Um, the, the, those are those were crazy tickets. The, oh, the Taylor Swift ones yeah. are steep, man. Crazy. <laughs> Have you seen them on StubHub or any other ticket broker? They're like thousands, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thousands. Like, even like the concert floor, like ten, twenty thousand. Yeah. How do people afford it? It's all about the elite now, baby. Got to yeah, be, got to be elite to travel, go to a show. David, you, are you haven't been paying attention. We talk about this every day. There's certain activities. Come on, Dave. That, <laughs> that are for the bourgeoisie, and the rest of us peasants get, you know, jarts. Uh, no. We get to play with mud. We get to get <laughs> bugs. But I don't, like even like for me growing up when I went when I, I went to concerts all the time growing up but it was 25 50 bucks you see concerts now where they start at 130 and you're like okay so who they who's going like who like what, oh, what's bro, going I'm on I'm telling you I'm not saying this in a boasting way almost all of our concert tickets are minimum like 300 bucks it's it, I, to me it's like how are people still showing up to these concerts in the economy that they're we always have? packed but I, that's why we go to like Maybe two a year now, because it's like okay, we're gonna we're gonna this is gonna be like a thousand dollar iteration, no, yeah. so it's got to be good. And my wife is way more frugal than I am, so we have to we have to figure that that out. Um, okay, so let's let's get into some some announcements. Ooh. Okay, today's lunch will be um, square pizza and yes. peas and carrots. Perfect. <clears throat> is it chocolate milk or there will be a book fair at the end of the week. Please bring in your slip. Uh, no, we have some some scholastic potluck supper. Please have your parents bring a covered dish. Did you ever? Did your parents ever bring a covered dish to school? To school, no. <laughs> I, I, to like events and stuff. Yeah, the yeah. potluck supper, yeah. the sports banquet. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. See, when I was in school, this is before catering was like a big thing, and Naples was still kind of like a small place. When we would have like you know the sports banquet, when I was in. 
you know, middle school, it was a potluck supper. And so parents had to bring in a dish to pass, a covered dish. Hmm, okay. And you could bring wine. That was optional, too. Okay. Oh, nice. All right. Well, I mean, at least they allowed wine. Oh, it's a Catholic school. I mean, yeah. I was blessed. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, look, I, I, we, we, we had some good stuff at the school, too. I didn't, it wasn't like potlucks. It was, I mean, Ruthless. No, it wasn't, it wasn't there. Um, that was senior graduation. <laughs> I, I was spoiled. I was spoiled. Um, Did- did you wear like a sweater, like a tennis no. sweater? <laughs> no, I'm not gay. I'm spoiled, not gay. You didn't get your your letter and everything. I didn't wear. I didn't get a letter jacket. No. Again, not gay. <laughs> no, not like, leather. The letter jacket. Letter. You know? yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Not gay. You don't need a letter letter jacket. You don't need a sports car in life. You don't need any of those things. <laughs> Did you have Porsche Carrera sunglasses? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm, you know, one of the, my most proud things is is my my. I feel like my kids are smart. And if you're a car person, you have a bunch of cars, and you're you're wealthy, and that's your thing. Whatever, um, you, whatever. But my son, my son, my only son, my oldest was was um, talking the other day and saw a car, and he's like, "Well, he didn't he didn't say any derogatory term because he's a better kid than than that." But he he essentially saw this car, and he's like, "Well, that guy's probably a douchebag." <laughs> <laughs> Without, he didn't, again, he didn't say douche. I forget what he said, but it was essentially that. I'm like, I've done my job. Yeah. I've done my job. He's having to compensate, and he got that car. Uh, and all, all it proves to me is a lot of something. Um, okay, some announcements. We've, we've got some changes coming uh, at the network this week. Maybe heard some from the other hosts out there. Um, we've got some new shows starting. We've got all sorts of stuff going on. We actually have have run too late to do all of the announcements, but I'll try and speed through a couple of them here. And then we'll get to the post-show press conference, which only seems fitting after a new war started that we go into silly mode on the press. But we're going to do it anyways, because whatever. Um, So so we've got some new some new changes starting next week. This is none of this is this week starting next week. Chad, Chad Caton will be who I can see his glorious face over there. Um, and he's got a smiley face on his finger, which is kind of cute. Um, there it is. But um, so starting next week, Chad's like going to be from guy. two to four. What do you say? It's like the Ziploc commercials. Oh, remember the, the old guy. ones? Yeah. I thought you said something like about a black guy. I was no. like, what? How did this get so racist <laughs> so fast? Uh, but you know me. Uh, I'm fired up with Chad Caton, which is going to have Afterburn in there, which is going to be like Roundup is all going two to four. Colonel Manus is going from four to five at 5 p.m there's a new show that we're going to make an announcement about later this week that's starting uh with someone you're probably saying well wait a minute those are the times that we are well we're going to the evenings we're going to be six to nine um and then probably all divorced here in the next three to six months so um hopefully not but we'll be going six to nine so that is going to be the new time. We'll get into more of it tomorrow. Again, we're kind of coming up on 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 time today, so we don't have a lot to to do. So I just kind of I, I talked earlier in a serious way about the threat of just dropping a grenade somewhere and then leaving. Uh, that's kind of what we've done here with the schedule today. But that is going to start happening next week. We're we're um, looking forward to it. There's a lot of exciting things happening at the network, including some of the new shows that are coming. Uh, it's all going to be great stuff. I'm sure there'll be a hiccup or two as it occurs but we appreciate you guys as always being here today please hit that like button whichever platform you're on plus sign on rumble it's the boxing glove if you're on the app over there 
you're on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Getter, any of the other places you know how to do it, hit that button. Uh, we so appreciate that and you being here today with us. Please stick around after the post-show press conference for RVM Roundup with Chad Caton. You got Colonel Rob Manus after that. Again, the new schedule goes into effect next week, October 16th. We hope you have a great day. Be safe, be smart, be free. And now, get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference. Sponsored by Colon Sport, the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. All right, let's get to it. I feel like we didn't get uh, a lot of these in last week. I'm running into the step and repeat back here. But uh, we didn't get a lot of these in because it was kind of a crazy week today, obviously a crazy day talking about everything that happened overseas in, in Israel. And, and um, we legitimately, legitimately mean it when we say thoughts and prayers with the folks over there. It is so twisted uh, what happened and is still happening over there. And uh, unfortunately, this is going to be something I think that drags on for, for quite some time. So uh, it's, it's kind of one of those settle in. We'll see what happens and let's hope and pray that leadership over there, leadership here and leadership everywhere can, can make the right decisions uh, moving forward. But at the same time, uh, somebody's got to pay the piper for this. You don't just get to walk away. You don't get to be Hamas saying, oh, we're open to truth conversations now or truth conversations now. Yeah, you, you, you kind of missed the boat on that one. Kind of missed the boat on that one. Uh, it's going to be a busy week, uh, and we're running short on time, so I'll start getting to some questions here. Let's go over, over here. Si, senor Diego. Hey, Diego. I have a question about something that happened uh, last week um, towards the end. We, we didn't talk about it on the show, but how do you feel about Biden moving backwards and building that, building the wall? I mean, he's, you know, he said he's going to build it, and now he's going against what he said. Yeah. Yeah, uh, good, good, good pull from last week. We didn't get to talk about that uh, with the press corps. So, look th to me, there's probably a lot of ways you could look at this. There's probably, and I, I know there, there's a lot of commentary out there about it. I think it's trying to get the best of both worlds. If you're on the other side, everyone is upset, Democrats included, with the state of our border or lack thereof. It's it's wide ass open. So y you see that, and you see if you're even if you're them, and even if you hate the country and you hate Americans like they do, you see those numbers and you say, okay, well. We've got to, as a party, even if Joe doesn't run, which he's likely not going to, we've got to establish some kind of talking points that we can lean on here. So I think for, they're, they're going to leverage that with their base and, and others, independents and, and, and leftward, to say, hey, we see the problem, we're doing something. And then at the same time, they're going to use the rhetoric that they've used. You had Mayorkas and others saying, "Well, we tried to uh, reallocate these funds. You know, they were they were they were uh, dedicated for this, and we were supposed to use them for this. We tried to, we didn't want to, and we tried to to reallocate them, and we couldn't. So we're just doing it because it's the law, and we have to do it. And it makes no sense because you're like, well, how can you say this on out of one side of your mouth, and then in the next breath say this to a different group of people?" And if, if you don't get that, you don't get that's how Democrats do things today. Uh, you're just not paying attention. But I think I think that that's part of it is is being able to have that talking point. Like, see, we built the wall. We did this. I mean, they literally tell us that the border's more secure and that the border just for, forget the fact that they've said the border's more secure. They say that the border is secure. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to hear. And, and 
and and observe is is them saying that to to see how laughable this organization is but they're going to use it and they're going to they're going to lie to this group and say this they're going to lie to this group and say that and uh all of us get screwed in in the process next question <laughs> myers graham Bowie, gold coast gazette hey myers oh crew this whole issue this war that's happening in israel is really one, it's heartbreaking, and two, it's perplexing. And my question to you, Drew, is uh, this Hamas group, I'm a bit confused. Are they run by Yasser Arafat as well? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm thinking of the something else then. Yeah. I'm thinking, you, you remember uh, the Achille Lauro in uh, Leon Klinghoffer? I can't say that I do. Oh, it, it was the PLO, the uh, Palestinian Liberation yep. Yep. Organization, I believe. That was the outfit that uh, Yasser Arafat. Yep, I'm familiar with you. Yep, he's not. Yep, was associated with. Is he still alive? No. Okay. Well, they, the that that group captured a cruise ship and Leon Klinghoffer was on that ship and he was in a wheelchair and they threw him overboard. Yeah, I don't rec I, it sounds vaguely familiar but I don't honestly recall that that iteration. What's the what's where, what are you getting at here, uh, Myers? So there is a difference between the PLO and Hamas. And what is that difference? Well, look, Hamas Hamas is its own group that operates out of out of Gaza. But Hamas, you, you got to look at everything that's within Palestine um, and, and groups that are there and what, what they're doing. And, and there's similar objectives and goals with, with all of the groups that are there. Um, <clears throat> but, but Hamas is an extremist group. It, it, is, is, a, it is a Sunni group. And, but they are backed like all of these organizations are, all these anti-Israel organizations not just as it pertains to the Israel issue, but but several organizations even outside of that, the scope of that, are backed by Iran, who is the world's largest state sponsor of terror and one of the most vile countries on the planet. That's not to say that their citizens are all vile. They're not. There's some great uh, Persian people out there, but but you've got <clears throat> you've you've got these groups, Hamas being one of them, who is who is significantly backed by Iran and you you have to look to Iran when these types of things pop up because to pull off what what they're pulling off and and the cost and the equipment and all the infrastructure that goes into having a group like that it takes a big daddy um which Tom would love that term big daddy uh because it's it's it, it just it does it takes that kind of level of effort and funding and the resources that only someone like Iran can bring about <clears throat> Next question. Hey, Drew, it's Teddy Tankeray from Teddy Talks. Hey, Teddy. I just, you know, awesome to be here. Thank you. You know, it's awesome. You know that Patrick Swayze, Charlie Sheen movie? Yeah, Red Dawn. Yes. Yeah. It's just awesome. I just wanted to quote from that because I feel like it's something that is relevant. America is a whorehouse where the revolutionary ideals of your forefathers are corrupted and sold in alleys by vendors of capitalism. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's... That's a great quote. I feel like it's true to today. I mean, uh, I, uh, oh gosh, Nancy. Uh, Nancy, no. no. Oh, stop. Uh, Why? Okay. Uh, Gaza. Uh, my uh, wa waxed by Gaza. Uh, you, call, you, call, you call that Gaza? Yeah, Gaza Strip. Uh, oh, no. 
down down below. Uh, 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 let's let's get security uh, in here. Uh, this is, we don't uh, we don't do that in public. Uh, I'm so sorry. cronies have lost over three trillion of america's retirement savings in 2022 alone with inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing do you have a plan to protect your wealth our friends at american alternative assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your ira or 401k into a gold ira fact is you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax deferred status Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Welcome. 